Welcome to CBS Soap Dish Recap, a podcast about your favorite CBS soaps. Each week, we deliver the best hard-hitting analysis of the previous week of The Young and the Restless and The Bold and the Beautiful. Now, here's your hosts. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, happy Sunday. Hey, how's it going? Oh, it's going. It's been an interesting Sunday already, but I'm good. <laughs> How are you doing? All right. I'm good. I'm good. Let me bring over the YouTube side, okay? Okay. All right. Oops. Close that out. Oh, gosh. Hold on. Okay, we are live on YouTube. All right, we got Bree with us. Uh, for those that already know, the one, the only Bree. <laughs> Hi, everyone. Happy Sunday. And the, yes, happy Sunday. I know it's not a typical Friday. It's been an interesting week, to say the least. So that's why I had to move into Sunday without going into any details. Um. And then Keisha will be on probably at about um, on the 30-minute part of the hour. So if you're on the East Coast, she's coming in at 1130. Um, If you're on the West Coast, she's coming in at 830. So, um, yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Okay. So welcome, you guys, to CBS Soap Dish Recap, where Bree and soon-to-be Keisha and myself will be doing both the recap of The Young and the Restless and the bold and hold on let me cut my volume down and the bold and the beautiful and this is for the week of august 14th through august 18th and um i don't know what to say (laughs) uh between this week or what's coming up next week it's just well, I guess on bold, I'm so confused because of the pivot that's about to happen. I was angry. I oh, I was so mad. I watched that review. Please, everyone, check out her reviews. The spoiler alert for for next week for bold. I was so angry. I was so mad at Hope, but we'll get into well, it. Well, and the promo just came out about a couple of minutes ago too, as well. full spoiler video which I'll do later today but um, I said maybe I'll since it's Sunday I'll give you guys a treat and try to um, you know do the full um, let you guys see the promo on the live chat and then we can kind of well you know what I'll save it to when we get to bold okay that's what I'll do yeah yep 
I know some people that's probably already, um, you know, connected to their social media. They might catch it. So, I mean, it's up to you if you if we want to do bold first, because we always do young and the restless first. But I don't know. Maybe I should say both for later because I know Keisha probably got a lot to say. And I don't yeah. Want her to <laughs> yeah, we don't want to do that to Keisha. So uh, we can do uh, Y&R. Um, okay. Okay. All right. Cool. So um, we got a lot of storylines going on. We had Ashley and Tucker get married this week. We had this whole drama with um, the black male coming to the light where Victor, you know, find out from Audra that uh, Adam was blackmailing her. We got the situation where Victoria's kind of slowly seeing through Nate. We got a lot of moving parts. And then, of course, Diane getting the post nut. Oh. So, yeah, that was on Friday. So, um, where do you want to start? Um, I kind of, if we can go into like the whole, um, I guess Adam, cause Adam was in a lot of storylines for the most part this week. I know there's like him and Victor, mm-hmm. him and Sally, him and Nick. Mm-hmm. I, I, I kind of want to get him and Sally and him and Nick out the way. Okay. Um, I'm just really just annoyed with Nick at this point. You just you just had like a whole brotherly bonding moment. Uh, he lost a child. You understand how that feels like. You lost your child. Um, it's been pretty cordial, and you. And it's not like you don't know how Adam is in business yet. You still wanted to do business with him. Um, why are you? Why is Nick so angry, particularly at Adam? And I didn't understand why he was getting on Adam because Sally brought him food and was actually trying to make amends and, and try to create some form of peace. And Nick is forever reason bothered by that. I didn't understand that part. Um, I don't understand that either. Nicholas is just being overly bothered with Adam. And I was saying this while watching this last week. Um, it's like, dude, you actually are able to be living, breathing, and walking the earth right now because Adam saved your life. Mm-hmm. He pulled you out of wreckage. You came down there, you were fussing and acting a fool as usual with Adam, begging him to come home because he was a match for your daughter. In the middle of a tornado, y'all end up at the bottom of the basement. He gets out somehow. He could have left you there to die. And and be the favorite Newman child. I guarantee you that. (laughs) He could have left Nicholas there to die. And the thing is, is that he went, he got help. His freedom was on the line because that was the other thing. He was being sought after. He put his freedom on the line. He also, you know, of course, came back to save his life by having the firemen come and get him up out of there. Then you get him back to go to Genoa City. The dude is missing a whole organ and you still acting a fool with this man. Now, I'm not saying Adam is not, you know, some type of angel or anything. Because of Adam course does not. Stuff. Yeah, Adam does stuff. But it's like, as the two of you are brothers, why does Nicholas, I mean, even Sharon, had to tell him, like, dude, calm down. You know that what Adam is. 
you can only control what you do. You can't control and worry about, well, Adam did this, and Adam acting like that, and Adam said this, and Adam said that. And the thing is, Sally was the one, like you just that brought food over. She the one brought a housewarming gift. She the one came over there. He, she stayed in the house. She could Adam said, you know what, just stay here, I'll be back. She could have been like, nope, you know what? Hey, just let me know. I'll just come back through later, blah, blah, blah. No, she chose to stay there. Not you only know? did she choose to stay there, she was unpacking this man's boxes exactly. by choice. Exactly. Exactly. And, and and Nick walked into the room and he was like, oh, I wasn't expecting you to be here. And then this goes right into Adam. And then Sally had the nerve to be like, I need to walk away. This, y- your behavior is just, is unacceptable or whatever the case, I'm paraphrasing. Right. But, but I'm like, you of all people, didn't you just try to scam a billionaire son? By mm-hmm. hiding, hiding Miss Felonflow in a in a, a rundown hotel, whatever the case, or maybe her hotel, whatever, just to try to trap Wyatt. So you're you're not above a scheme. If anything, right. all if anything, all Adam did is he's just the messenger. That's what I don't get. He's not the one committing the crime or who who orchestrated all of that. That was all Audra and Tucker's issue that they had to get resolved. Adam's just a messenger. Why is everyone coming down on Adam? It's so annoying. Everybody. And the thing is, is that Victor hate Adam more than the fact that Audra and McCall, uh, that's why this whole thing was in place because of what they did. Remember, Adam, yes, he blackmailed them. Okay. Not a good thing either. But you got somebody in your company who cover up stuff like that, which is Audra. And, and this is because, now, oh, I'm sorry, I, I was going to say this is now the third company where she's done something sketchy. Exactly. She got so pissed off at Adam then to actually, you know, deal with, well, wait a minute. Adam did blackmail, which is in, you know, and now we got to talk about that part because Adam said something very interesting. He said to Victor, but he also said it to Nicholas. But Audra, they need to be looking at her with a side eye. But be, but because they have this vitriol for Adam, they just overlooked all of that, which made it easy for Audra to go in there and say what she said and walk out. Which you know is I mean? th- th- which is so stupid. And you know what's funny? I don't know. It was Victor or. Nikki, who listed off all, no, actually it was Victoria, who listed off all the things that Audra has done. She was scheming over at Chancellor Winters, and now she has a whole scandal with uh, with Tucker and McCall, and then and then now her and Nate are trying to scheme their way to the top. She she laid all that out. Victoria sees all through Audra. But at the same time, she doesn't see the same characteristics in Nate, which is mm-hmm. what her family's trying to point out. So we got two, both Nate and Audrey, we got two scheming people in high level positions. But you guys want to come down on Adam, who actually has the experience and all he was was just a messenger. Okay. Correct. Correct. And and the other thing that's interesting that called out, and he said it to both his brother 
and his father. He was like, look, it's genetic. He told Victor, it's genetic. You built your entire empire based on blackmail. Yep. How many times we've seen through the decades of all of the different blackmail schemes that, you know, Victor had done to, you know, get somebody's company to acquire it, hostile takeovers, all types of things. He does blackmail like it's part of his playbook. Why is it? It's exactly the I same. Agree. If you're going to be mad at Adam, if you're going to be mad at Adam, then why aren't you all pissed off with your daddy? Go ahead. Um, yeah. Go. No, I agree. I agree. And the thing is, they all have done something in, for the sake of Newman Enterprises. They all have schemed. They all have done something for their own benefit. I don't understand like how Victoria is able to show how ruthless she is and be able to get mm -hmm. away with it. But when it's Adam who does pretty much the same, very similar tactics, I'm not going to say the exact tactics, but they both have the same type of mindset that ruthless, I need to be in power. I need to be right sort of mm -hmm. mindset, which is what they got from their dad. Why are you putting mm -hmm. so much on Adam? And it's so annoying to me. I really wish Adam had just quit. Just quit. Just walk well, away. And, and you know what? It's not even over yet because next week, Sharon and and Nicholas is going to be mad that, you know, they're, they're sick of working with him. Victor is going to actually, you know, try to put him on note. It's like, and what y'all can't work together. I don't even know why they put the three of them together in the first place. And I know we had this conversation last week about mm -hmm. the fact that um, when when uh, Sharon acquired, uh, what is that, the Kirsten Tech Company, why didn't you just either, if, you know, just sell it off? You're not a business owner. I'm sorry, you know, Victoria, ruthless. Ashley, okay, cool. Who else is big? Lily, okay, cool. Sharon, no, you know, and I'm not saying that she can't and she's trying to be the voice of reason, but it's like they're just trying to throw a storyline together and it just sucks. And then you put Sharon, Nicholas and Adam in the same position as like three co-owners. It's not going to work. And I'm surprised you put Lily in a, in a business. I, I don't think of Lily as, as a business person but I, I will say uh victoria for sure ashley for sure um even summer <laughs> right. her mom to be honest um but sharon no sharon you if she wanted to make like a line of like special coffee beans i can see that being in her lane i don't see how she could contribute <laughs> to Nick and Adam's company, well, that whole company. I don't see what all she can contribute besides just the money and just you know, picking out interior decorations. Yeah, it just makes no sense to me. And even when they have business meetings, Adam is the voice of the meeting. It's like, why are you there? 
All you do is sit around. Y'all came up with a name. Okay, that's not hard. Sharon, Nick, and Adam, SNA, because they didn't like Augustus. Okay, fine. I can go with that. But what else have you come up with? Only person that I've been hearing with business strategies and diversifying and company redundancy is Adam. Nicholas is busy fussing. Sharon is trying to pick office spaces and, and, and a name. Who's the business person here? Adam. Yep. And and all Nick has done is just pout. And then towards the end of the week, we see Adam, like the words that like Sally was telling him, like, you know what? You trying to go in against, against the grain. No, I'm paraphrasing, guys. You're going against the grain. Why don't you try to be respectful? Why don't you try to cooperate? Even at that meeting with Nick, Sharon, and Adam, Adam's trying to cooperate. It still bothered Nick. It's like, like, you're, mm-hmm. like, why are you being nice? Like, why are you being respectful? Like, I like, so annoyed. Like, he's so annoyed by all things Adam. But you were just hugging on your brother. You've just felt sorry for your brother. You just told he's- Sally to be respectful to him. I, I don't get it. It's like he just wants to be argumentative and combative and disagreeable on purpose, even though people have to talk him off the ledge of trying to go in on Adam, and it just sucks. Hey, Keish. Hey. How are you? We, You know we over here fussing about uh, Nicholas and Adam. <laughs> of course. <laughs> <laughs> what you got to say? I, I, they all getting on my nerves. Nick, Adam, Sally, Victor, like Adam keeps putting himself in these positions with his family, knowing what they're going to do in the end. And it's, it's annoying. And Nick, it's almost like he's bipolar when it comes to Adam. Like he one minute has sympathy for him and his understanding of what he's going through with his dad, because him and Victor don't always have the best relationship. And, the next minute he's jumping up his butt about something that he did. And it's like, before you guys got into this arrangement, you knew how Adam was business-wise. You know that he's going to do whatever um, he needs to do to to get to his end goal. So why are you acting surprised that he tried this whole little thing with Audra, with the blackmail? Maybe it wasn't the smartest thing, but let's not be shocked that he did it. Exactly. I agree with that. And like I told uh, Bree earlier mm-hmm. is the fact of him telling Victor and his brother, it's like Victor built his whole entire empire on blackmail. Mm-hmm. So why are you acting like this is so egregious? And I mean, it's mm-hmm. not a good thing, but it's like pot calling kettle. You know what I mean? And then you rather take instead of dealing with Audra and like Bree said Audra got a history from the previous company she was working for mm-hmm. she was true and and Kyle knows how much the Newman family hates Adam because Kyle was the one to say hey you want to get a leg up on 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 Adam go tell his family because they right. know that they would hate him more than what you just did and Kyle was right yeah, what Audra did was smart. What I what I thought was a little messed up was the fact that she didn't give Nate a heads up about what she was getting ready to do, considering that her and Nate were kind of conspiring together with this whole thing. 
Well, they, they want in the same. They they they're out to just protect themselves. That's why she felt that she can, you know, work with him. She knows that he's after the same goal, and she knows mm-hmm. that he's loyal to himself. Same way she's loyal to her, just herself. I'm just a little irritated that the Newmans are well aware of how Audra works, but you're going to give her a high level position and still keep her there. Yeah, that confuses me as well. And you hear them, you hear them often talk about how Nate is untrustworthy. And yet Audra's whole reason for coming into town was to try to steal, um, to try to infiltrate in Chancellor and pretty much help Tucker take that company. So she she's not innocent either, but you never really hear them kind of dog her out the way they do Nate. I guess Nate's was a little worse because it was his family's company, so I'll give them that much. But yeah, I, I don't understand why they continue to give Audra chances or even trust her in the position that she's in now. It's never made sense to me. And it still doesn't make sense to me why Nate insists on I feel like he is trying to protect her in some way and I don't get that either you feel he's trying to protect her well just the fact that he keeps getting into the like he initially their whole plan was to for both of them to I guess make it to the top in some way and then he tried to help her with this Tucker thing instead of just saying I'm not getting involved in this like you're not about to get me caught up in this mess but he went along with it for some reason. And I don't understand why. Like, why would he just tell her, no, I don't keep me out of this. You know what I mean? So I feel like in a way, for whatever reason, yeah, he tries to help her. And I don't get why. It's not like Audra has something on him. Or it's not like they um, are into each other romantically. Like, if that was the case, I would. it would make a little bit of sense. But they're not even, they're not BFFs. They're not into each other. So why does he keep why does you he know, keep pulling her up along with him? You know what I think it is? I think she's like an ace in a hole. So you keep certain people around and when push comes to shove, you can throw that person underneath the bus and still protect mm-hmm. yourself. I think that's why he keeps her there. And the reason why I think she works with Nate is he, she, I think he, she's well aware of the fact that he has the inside of the Newman fold, literally. And if there's, I think that's why she was trying to coach him, like, hey, if you're going to really pursue this with uh, Victoria, pursue it mm-hmm. all the way, marry her, engage her, try to push things to the next level. So she knows that she aligns herself and even becomes somewhat of a friend with, with Nate or an associate that protects her position there too. And she could easily just go to nuances like say like, hey, we plotted against you guys mm-hmm. and that be that. She could easily go to Newman's and say that, but she won't because that would outs her too. It's, it's definitely more advantageous to her. I understand why she's doing it. I don't understand why Nate is hanging on to her because I don't see any um, benefit to him other than knowing that he's got somebody that he may be able to trust until her back is against the wall. And that like that alone right there would make me not want to work with her so closely. That makes Audra, sense. Audra doesn't have anything to lose. You don't think so? I mean, other than a job, yeah, but 
outside of that, she'll just move on to the next thing. She doesn't have any like real relationships that she's worried about. Like Nate has ruined relationships with his family. Um, probably about to ruin this relationship with Victoria. Hit him and Nick aren't friends anymore. Um, like he he's got he's got things to lose and he has lost relationships along the way. Audra, on the other hand, doesn't really have that. She came to town with knowing nobody but Noah and and Tucker. And both of them were using each other. Everybody else is disposable to her. She just moves on to the next thing when she gets caught up in a situation, kind of like she did with Chancellor. She got caught up in that situation, um, got caught, and moved on to the next job offer. That is true. Do you guys think that since Nate can't like perform surgeries and he lost his, his ability um, to do what he loves, that he's just trying to prove himself in the business world to show that he has a different purpose outside of medicine? You think that's why he's going so hard in the business world? That could be it. But I wish that they would allow him to express that because he hasn't really said that yet. But that would be that would be the perfect way for them to kind of like um, soften his explain, yeah, and explain why he's turned into what he has turned into. Because that'd be a good redemption storyline. Like, hey, like I I lost my ability, I lost my way, mm -hmm. I lost Elena, I lost any purpose of what was good, and he could he could easily turn that around if he wanted to. But I always wonder because i'm like you're a whole doctor and you're you're trying so hard to work your, your way up for a company that will never be yours your name yeah. will never be newman yep. like if they can kick you out at any point in time it's like you had your own thing going on it's like why are you going so hard for newman but yeah. as we saw this week He'll say any and everything to Vittori because it was just last week he was saying to Nikki, I don't love her. And now this week, oh, I love Victoria. Exactly. Love <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And it's, it's so obvious. Like, yeah, he's so obvious. Yeah, they're really trying to screw around with this kid, with the Nate character because you took a noble guy who was saving lives and, you know, being the, the good doctor, right? Even the whole title of a show is called The Good Doctor. Now you turn him, take that whole career away from him through this whole cheating scandal. Him and Devon get into a fight. He ends over oh, as COO over at Chancellor Winter. Screw over his family trying to be a mole for Victoria because he felt that Devon was slighting him. And now he's like this ruthless businessman that's trying to get power to get the lead seat side by side with Victoria. And it's like you you gotta know you you swimming with sharks. They don't even like their own family over there. <laughs> Adam. I mean, they, they Adam is their own blood, and in, in right. some cases, the kids even sue a billion dollars because Each. of the way that he dealt with his own kids. What makes you think you gonna come over there and swim with those sharks right. and come up on top? And the way that that whole storyline could have played out perfectly had they attached it to the fact that that fight with Devon ended his medical, his, his surgical career. And mm -hmm. like, that could have been something that he could have used or said when they found out what Nate was planning um, to take over that company. And I don't know, it could have been an argument and he had an outburst about how he took 
you know, something away from him and now I'm going to do it to you kind of thing. Like, but they, they never tie any of that back into why Nate suddenly, you know, changed. And while they had all of this storyline with where Lily and Devon were like angry and hating on Nate, they really could have dived into that. Right. Because I'm like, you're a whole doctor. Why are you going so hard for this? Like you have your, your, you can be a a doctor, start your own practice and Mm -hmm. get out of the Newman mess. But mm-hmm. that would have been a really, that would have been great writing. You could have gave Lily a storyline, Devon a storyline, all of them that could have came back together as a family in the end. But I do agree with that. I feel that Nate, he lost his skill set. He lost his ability. And maybe he wanted to try to take something away from Devon. But I I, I honestly feel that they, they dropped the ball. That would have been a great storyline for, for the winters just in general. Yeah. I honestly think that Nate is, and uh, here's the thing, (laughs) (laughs) the definition of insanity is doing things over again and expect a different result. Nate has had the fight for his medical license for doing, remember back when Mm -hmm. he got involved with Victor and he almost got kicked off the board, he had to go through, you know, keeping himself from being fined and imprisonment all because of dealing with the Newmans. Why would you want to come back full circle in that same environment thinking that it's going to be different this time and you're going to run the company? Right. So that's why I said it the way, and not, you know, because some people use the term insane out of context, but that's the definition of insanity. You know what I'm saying? Doing the same thing over and over again and expecting a different result. And in this case, it's like, what were you? What are you thinking? And mm-hmm. slowly, it's going to be coming to an end because uh, the spoilers for this upcoming week ain't in his favor. <laughs> so, you know, it's like you should have known it was only going to be, you know, a limited time offer, as they would say that that mm-hmm. would have worked. I mean, look at Ashlyn Locke. Come on, the man is unalived. <laughs> trying to wish Such a waste as a good character. Too. I know. I know. I, know. I hate it the way they did that. Robert Newman was a great Ashlyn Locke. You know, I mean, but anybody that get involved with that family, Billy, JT, Can we go down the list? If you're married to them or if you work with them, you get burned. (laughs) Are are we just talking about just Victoria? Victoria is the the Bermuda Triangle. Every man that she's been with has always had some form of disappearance or he just magically just just decided to up and leave. There's always something with her. But... For every reason, and, uh, they, they love the Newmans. That's the only people to date in Genoa City. Mm-hmm. And for and Adam falls in that same category because he yep. keeps going back to his family thinking Correct. that this time around, I'm, I'm going to be successful in running this business. And I, I, don't, I think it was last week where he said to somebody he owns um, a Dustus. And I'm like, mm-hmm. no, you don't. Your dad owns it. So it's like, like, what's what's going on here? <laughs> I don't understand why from- Adam didn't buy the company. He, they all. I don't either. It. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody. Well, great. my my guess is that 
since Victor has the company, Victor probably won't go sell that company to him anyway because he wants to control it. Adam, like we've been saying for I don't know how many years now, just needs to go buy his own stuff on his own without his dad and nothing connected to Newman. You know what? He actually had two opportunities because Sharon came to him first and then Adam was like, I'll think about the whole tech company. By the time he came and circled back to the tech company after getting burned by his father, Sharon mm-hmm. had already talked to Victor and sold and gave him rights to it. You had an opportunity to take that tech company because she was like, look, mm-hmm. I got a company. Hey, I take it seriously. He was like, yeah, what? You want me to do what? Huh? No, I think about it. And he ran right back into a brick wall of Victor and then he get mad and then come over to Sharon and okay, she decided to say, hey, let's get it under under Newman. It's like, what? I just hate the writing of it all. It just yeah. sucks for me. I just don't get the end game for Victor. Like, you put your kids, he put his kids, all four of them, kind of like against each other. But it's like he treats his children like chess pieces. And now mm-hmm. he was like, uh, I think Nikki was trying to console him. I'm like, what are you sad for? Most of the issues you have with your children are because of you. And right. on top of that, your children are like competing with one another to try to prove something to you. And this is all they know. This is all Adam knows is just dif- dysfunction and always trying to prove something to you. Mm-hmm. So it's like, what's the end game? Because if you wanted a father-son relationship there were other ways to go about it i just don't get the tactics i don't get the writing as far as for victor and what the end game is that's all yeah yeah it doesn't make any sense we've been talking about them for i mean they like you said brie at the beginning of the show adam was in a lot of the storylines this week yeah so i could see why now I, y'all did touch on something with when it came to um, Nate when he said one week, eh, I don't think I'm going to fall in love with her when he was having a mm-hmm. conversation with Nikki. And then you're talking about, I'm falling in love with you all of a sudden when he realized that he was on thin ice. And Victoria's face is just like it's on the picture on my screen. It's looking like, what? Because <laughs> she just told him she wasn't ready for a relationship. Right. They were in bed together and she was like, well, listen, I, I'm having fun, but I'm not trying to go no further right now than what we're doing. And then you're going to drop the bombshell after I just told you that. Plus, you told my mom that you weren't there either. Yeah, I was watching yeah. that trap because I don't think she would have said any any of that had her mom had said like, well, Nate's not that into you, girl. He's just using you. And I'm paraphrasing. And the mm-hmm. look on Victoria's face, you would have thought all, all the color in her face just went away as soon as her mom said, well, Nate's not in love with you. He just, he doesn't care for you. And the thing is, Victoria knew that. But to hear her mom say that gives that reassurance. And that's why she had to say what she said to Nate in bed. But do you think... Well, let me say this. I think I think Nate, smart man, I'm glad they panned back to that conversation that he and Audra had about pushing things to the next level because this is the best option because you know Victoria will accept a man's ring. She will gladly drop her last name for the sake of having a man in her life. 
Yeah, well, I don't know. After looking at some of the spoilers for this upcoming week, I think he's really about to be on some thin ice. Because at some point, you got to realize this, the switch up that he did. She didn't like the fact that he kept that secret about Audra until it all was, you know, released because it had to be. And Audra went and told Victor. You know, because honestly, like he said, he probably wouldn't have told her. He answered the truth because she asked him, would you would have told me this? And he was like, to be honest, nope. <laughs> Stop trying to preserve the company. <laughs> so it's like, do I want to work with somebody who going to keep secrets from me? You know, just because maybe you think, you know, it might hurt the company. But she is the CEO. She got to know every little intricacy that's happening in that company. She, because if it, if it, oh, sorry. Ahead. I'm sorry. If it, if it goes left, then, you know, it's on her. And I'm not giving, because Victoria is the ice queen, okay? But the thing is, is that for Nate to be, I could see why she might be like, eh, I'm going to have to cut you loose. Go ahead. Um, uh, go, who was that? Brie. No, go ahead, that Brie. was me. I was going to say that Ashton Locke has told her some lies. As a matter of fact, this man had faked cancer and she still married him. So this, I, I honestly feel like if, if he gets the boot, it'll be for a short period of time. And I think there'll be some way he'll warm his way back to Victoria because Victoria's going to open herself to him. Because Nate really hasn't done things like if we were to compare like him and Ashen Locke, Ashen Locke has done worse and she still married him. So mm -hmm. there might be a little bit of hope for Nate. But didn't she say the reason why she wasn't going to do this this time around is because of what she did with him? With, with Ashlyn Locke and her history with JT and some of those folks, she was like, based on my track record and the history that I make decisions with men, I really don't want to have to do that again. So I remember her saying that, but knowing her, you just never know. I, I, don't, I feel like with the two of them, it's either, it needs to be either because of Victoria's past choices it needs to be either they're just co-workers or, you know, she's his boss mm -hmm. and they uh, cut the romantic stuff out or he quits Newman and is just with her romantically, which in which case she's already said she's not ready for a relationship and he clearly, you know, is not in love with her. So I don't know why he would do that because it just doesn't work out when she gets involved with somebody that is at the company too and look you know look at all the conflict she's going through and most of that is because she's in that romantic relationship with Nate yep I agree I agree it's just interesting I mean it's a lot of moving parts with that Newman family but look mm -hmm. like um I guess we need to move over to the Abbott side of the world too because what time is it yeah did um, what did you guys think of? Because the wedding is what topped off the week with Ashley. Mm -hmm. Do it look mm -hmm. actually truly now is in love with him, or you think this still is part of her game? She she was acting a whole mess after Tucker went back into the hotel <laughs> room. She's like, oh my god. 
Where have you been? You went to Audra's room again? How can you do this to me? So she got a little, she got some form of feelings for Tucker. I will give her that to do all yeah, that ugly yeah. crying. Yeah, I do I, think she's, I think she's got feelings there for Tucker. I think had it not been for this whole thing with Diane, they probably wouldn't have rushed into getting married um, as soon as they did. But I definitely think there's feelings there. I think she loves him in some capacity. Maybe just not I mean, as much in love as Tucker is with her. Tucker's a charmer. I mean, we even liked his little funny banters and things like that. And when you put yeah. somebody, he, eventually that charm was going to wear her down anyway because it's still feelings there. Mm-hmm. I mean, she had to get over the cheating part and I think Abby kind of helped her get over that because at first that used to be Abby's claim about hating Tucker until she got into her own cheating scandal and then Tucker's not so bad. Um, and so she was like, oh, you know, well, mom, I'll support you. Devon came around through him a wedding as well. And then with Jack coming in giving up, like, look, you got what you want. You got your shares. What mm-hmm. else do you want? I mean, how long can we keep this game going? If I can see and give you what you want, then now it's got to be personal. It's not about right, the right. business anymore. And it looked like he put out all stops, even with this point. And I don't know if Jenna probably thinks there's still an ulterior motive because she can't stand Diane uh, <laughs> about her and this post-nup. What y'all think and- about that post-nup? Um, I mean, it was a smart move on Diane's part to try to, because she's still trying to prove to Jack's family that she's not using him. So, I, I mean, she's. Uh, Go ahead, Bree. I think she's. I think she's using this to scam Jack. Out of what though? For whatever reason, I uh, I'm on I'm on <laughs> I'm on Jenna's bandwagon because <laughs> that postnup came just out of nowhere. So now we're in a position where both Tucker and Diane are both married to Abbots who are still going at each other. I find it really interesting that she wanted to, I guess, give Jack that piece that she's not trying to go after that money. Those paperwork that paperwork's not going to be filed. This because we already know how much of a simp Jack is, but I don't know what it is. But I I see the writings on the wall. I kind of see where Jenna's coming from. Mm-hmm. Diana's scheming to some to some extent. I don't know how, but she is. I don't know. I mean, I, I'm trying to poke holes in you know, like you said, what what could this lead? Now, like you said, the paperwork has to be filed. I don't know if the writers are going to let us see that or not. Um, but, they're, I mean, they're moving Ashley over to a whole different storyline coming up in the next two weeks. So, is it over? I mean, they're moving out of the house. You know, um, yeah. Jack, you know, yeah, they're moving out of the house, meaning Ashley and Tucker. They're going to do their own thing. She has her company. She got her shares of Jabot. He got his post up. It's a legal document. If it's filed, it's filed. Where And then they're moving Ashley over to a storyline in relation to Victoria. So 
it's like, okay, what is Diane's next move now? If there is something nefarious on her part, I think we've been so focused on Diane since a year and a half now because she came on the scene in early 2022. I'm wondering if they're trying to move away from that a little bit because now Phyllis is out of the way. She don't want no parts of it. She's trying to fix her life. We haven't seen her in the past week since the court thing. Heather is going to be on long-term now. Uh, Vail Bloom is going to be sticking around for a while. So I think going into season 51, which starts September, I, I, I think maybe they're going into a different direction. And so if that's the case, they're probably trying to redeem the character enough for her to you know, at least evolve in this whole space with everything, you know, looking forward, because it's a lot of moving parts that they're moving around with all of these shows, with both of these shows in the next few weeks, because we're going into a whole new season. So, I don't know. I have to see. I got to keep watching to see if, you know, Diane is coming up with something nefarious. Do you think that she would risk her relationship with Kyle? Yes. Point. Mm-hmm. I mean, I just think they're working too hard to redeem the care. It's just because she's been she's been lying, and they get over it. And this, and they get over it. Now we got them married. They're married, married now. And then now you throw a post up on the table. Yes, it's for Ashley. Ashley's moving on, and like I said, they're moving her over to a, a storyline with Victoria in the next couple of weeks. So I don't know. It's going to be interesting. What you mean? Who was that that said something? Oh, I'm sorry. I was going to say, like, they, they, the writers have, like, thrown us off, especially mm-hmm. B&B writers. So mm-hmm. I can't, so it really wouldn't surprise me. I, I noticed that when they build a lot of their characters up and give them, like, a full-on redemption, it just means that the next time around where all the other characters' guards are down, we're going to see let's say Diane do something heinous. I, that's why there's no way they'll give her this big of a redemption for her not to turn around and throw it right back in Jack's face or throw right back in Kyle's face. And, and that's why I feel she, she will have no qualms doing that to Kyle because hell, this is the same woman who left him and abandoned him for years. Mm-hmm. So, well, the- you know, I don't know. It's it's going to be interesting to watch. I think they're really trying to focus on Adam being the villain right now. That's why they're going so hard in on him, which we can't stand it. But he, you know, the next couple of weeks, he just got a whole bunch of speed bumps that he's about to run into with the Newman family. That's what they're trying to refocus the villain in this whole thing right now instead of maybe Diane coming up with a next scheme. I'm not saying that she won't because it's part of her history, just like part of Victor's history that is to do what he do. I just don't see it right now with Diane. They're they're just working too hard to try to clean up this lady and make her likable. Right. Mm -hmm. That's the only thing. She might in a year or two, who knows? They'd be like, hey, let's throw Diane a curveball and say, everybody give her the side eye. I just don't see it right now because she's been the focus for so long since 2022. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my goodness. It's like, give us a break. You know, even with Phyllis, I was sick of her. You know, you guys know how much I ragged on Phyllis this past year. (laughs) Yeah. 
Yeah, Phyllis was she was definitely uh on my nerves. Yeah, and so when they foolishness. And I really like the fact that she got up there and she was like, look, even though she did throw in a little lie up in there, because we don't know if that guy's Carson saw Phyllis through the window. But she was like, yep, I screwed up. Yep, I threw my family under the bus. Yep, I'm pleading on the mercy of the court. And the court gave her whatever. And now we, she took a break. So I'm okay with that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Lord. But we'll see, girl. I don't know. I could be wrong. And they throw Diane in there. And three weeks from now, she's like, blow up everything in Jabot. The other thing is Billy. Because Billy going to be solo for a minute because Chelsea's going out of town to Minnesota or wherever her mom is because of, you know, Melissa Claire Egan went on maternity leave. Billy is still out there floating because he's trying to fight his own demons, right? Mm-hmm. Which, what do y'all think about that? It pisses me off that Jack put him in the middle of this whole little conflict with him and Ashley and has him you know, basically lying to Ashley. And putting on this this whole front, I don't I don't think that was right. They should have left Billy out of it, and Billy should have stayed out of it himself. He's a grown man; he could have said, "No, I don't want to do this." Yeah, we can hear you. Gotcha. Okay, because I a call popped in through and it kind of threw off the feed, so I'm sorry. Oh, okay. Oh no, you're fine. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I can't stand. What do you think about that, Bree? I am not surprised. I mean, at the same time, they all kind of put things on one another. I think there was one point where where Billy was starting to taint the company, and I think Jack was going through like a prescription addiction. Um, so, it for whatever reason, I don't for whatever reason Jack thinks Billy can handle it. Uh, why well, I don't know. I don't know why he reached out to Billy and not his son personally because you kind of want a neutral territory you kind of pulled your brother away it's like jack pulled his brother away from his sister versus like keeping him neutral like tracy um i don't know what's going on with billy i i maybe they're trying to try to find something to do with the character because chelsea is going to be out of town uh, I thought they were wrapping him back into Victoria's world, to be honest, after the last conversation they had talking about Nate. So I thought maybe they would wrap him back up with her. But they do know that Billy's messed up, but he's not. But obviously, they feel like he can handle a, a, a CEO or high-level position I mean, that he doesn't qualify for. But hey, why not? <laughs> mm, yeah. Didn't they... Mm-hmm. Go ahead, uh, Trish, uh, Keisha. I, I was just going to ask, did, did they start that this whole little plan um, with Billy acting like he was against the Diane working at the company thing before or after Kyle got fired? Not fired, but quit. After. After Kyle quit. Mm-hmm. So maybe that's why Jack didn't um, reach out to Kyle. Reach out to Kyle for that since he, he had quit and was, was bitter about you know, him being taken out of the Marchetti side of things. I don't understand why Kyle was even pissed off at that. I mean, Marchetti was Summer's baby when it was overseas. 
he I was mean, pissed off because he going back over to the Jabot side, he wasn't going to have the same level, um, the same title or you know level of responsibility position because Billy had already taken the role that he would have taken had he gone back there. So Keisha, do you think that she that he wanted Jack to kick Billy out? I think that's what he would have preferred because oh, he wow. felt like it was he felt like it was going to be a step down for him to go back and work under Billy and not work in either the the COO or co-CEO position cuz I think he that's what he was before or mm-hmm. he was somewhere in that area before Marchetti. Then he went over to Marchetti as was he the CEO? Yeah, so I think he stepped down from being co-CEO with Jack to go work at McKetty. Right. Adam had that job. Adam left. Billy got it. Then yeah, so course, he go ahead. I was just gonna say, yeah, so he he felt like if he wasn't getting that either the same or a higher title, that it was basically a demotion and he wasn't working under anybody else. So that's why he was pissed. I think he was pissed because Summer was still working over at that Jabot building. Had Jack kicked her out, I think, I feel Kyle would have stayed no matter what type of position because he's, he understands that like Billy, there's other people in his family that have more experience. So he has no problem being subservient to them. But I think it's just the fact, the timing of the, of what happened with him in summer, the fact that she's working over there and the fact that her, that his dad is kind of taking her side uh, as far as when it comes to that job and that role, I think he got annoyed at that fact. I think he was hoping his dad would just kick her out. I don't think it had nothing to do with Billy. I think it was the fact that summer was still over there. He, he was at first, he was pissed about that at first. And then, um, I don't know if it was like an episode later or later in the episode, he said that he understood, but then got pissed off about, well, where am I going to work at Jabot? Like, basically, are you going to get rid of Billy or do you expect me to work under him? Because I'm not doing that. And that's when he got mad about the Jabot side of things. He got over the summer thing. Hmm. I understand what his issue with, with, I don't understand the issue he has with Billy because like he can't be mad at the fact that he Billy and Summer slept together years ago. That's been that's done and over with. And and maybe because Billy used to pick on Kyle and saying, like, you're 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 young, you have no experience in comparison to me. So maybe there's like a little bit of rivalry there. I I don't know. I I just don't get it. <laughs> it just it just felt like it was completely about the position he just he wanted the position that Billy had and he felt like anything less than that was a demotion for him and he wasn't willing to take a step down in position or in title um just to work at Jabot like it was I I feel like it was an ego thing for him at that point interesting wow yeah I mean it's it was crazy. I mean, for only for him to go over and work at Newman under Audra. I don't... Mm-hmm. I just think all of his decisions is just so knee-jerk. You know what I mean? I'm not saying he shouldn't been pissed off at Summer because, yeah, she did a lot. You know? Mm-hmm. But the moment he found out, he was in bed with Audra, and then eventually when things didn't go the way... Because I honestly believe that if 
Kyle protested enough with his dad. His dad would have figured out something. You know what I mean? But he didn't even fight for anything. He just got mad and said, oh, okay, I'm not going to be a co-CEO. All right, I'm out. It's like, dude, at least talk about it. Like, look, yeah, He turned what? into the ultimate brat in that, exactly. that situation. <laughs> yeah, he was bratty about it. He was just like, yeah. why, 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 why? You don't get what I want? Okay, I'm out. And then you just leave the company. You moved up on the Audra, which that ain't going nowhere. That girl, I mean, it looked like they're trying to make a couple out of these two by her surprised by him and some of the things he tried to do, the romantic thing with her. Okay. But Audra is cutthroat. She's looking for... Go ahead. Uh, No, you go ahead. She's looking for the next big fish. And I don't know if you Mm -hmm. guys noticed. Tell me if if I'm wrong or if you saw this, but remember at the, the GCAC lounge, the jazz lounge, when Adam came down there and Kyle jumped up in his face and he was like, tell your little puppy dog, to just chill out in so many words. And, um, you know, he said, I will get Newman Media back. And she had like a little bit of a twinkle in her eye when, you know, Kyle said, are you scared? And she was like, absolutely not. And then she kind of looked like, man, there was a little bit of power in the room. (laughs) I'm hoping that they eventually slide those two together. Maybe I'm reaching and looking for something there, but I don't know. I just don't see long term for Kyle. And with, I don't know if you guys saw the promo that's coming out today. It just came out. Look like they're having a moment like Hope and Liam did. And I'm like, both of y'all think rethinking y'all divorces? Oh my goodness! People, oh, uh, you talking about Kyle and Summer? Yeah, the promo came out an hour ago, and it's about the two of them, and they having a bonding moment with Harrison and looking at each other's eyes. And Kyle shows up over mm-hmm. at her suite, and she's in her night clothes. I'm like, okay, we just saw this with um, Hope and Liam bonding and having a moment and they're going to have another moment this week I couldn't tell if that moment that they the the moment they showed them with uh, Harrison in that promo was an old scene or if that was something that was going to happen next week well however mm -hmm. Kyle doing all this bed hopping with Audra and ain't spoke not one word about a divorce with Summer (laughs) Yeah, like I ain't heard them talk about divorce yet. Nope, they just separated. Just like Hope and Liam were just separated. Yeah. And then you Ooh, got no okay. Hope and Liam. They filed papers after. They after yeah, they no. signed. Yeah, after they, they filed them. Right. They they well. Yeah. They they did more. They did more than Kyle and Summer because Kyle and Summer didn't even discuss any paperwork. Whereas Hope, she got her black phone out. And it was ready with papers. <laughs> but you know what, Bree? That goes back to similar something you said about Diane. Those papers will never get filed. Yeah. Well, uh, Liam mm-hmm. and Hope never filed their divorce papers. They just True. signed them. True. Which is why Hope was walking around talking about, well, we're separated. Well, you're, you're still married. Remember, who was that? Steffi was telling that to Liam. I'm still married. You're technically still married. They emphasize mm-hmm. that in the storyline. So 
I mean, for the dope fans who are heartbroken right now, um, we that should have probably gave us, uh, you know, a pretty much a cue over the past several weeks when they would just separate. <laughs> yeah, it did because every time they talked about it, Hope would always say we signed we signed divorce papers, or Lynn would say we signed divorce papers. You never heard them say the divorce papers were filed. Right. So imagine final. With, yeah. Right, exactly. So imagine with Kyle and Summer, they ain't even sign anything. They're just married folks floating around town. Right. Yeah. I don't even I don't even think I've heard the word divorce yet for, for those two. Mm-hmm. Kyle told her to get out, but I don't remember hearing him say anything about we'll talk about a divorce or I want a divorce or let me talk to my lawyer. I haven't heard that from either one of them yet. And even Audra knows that too, because when she was sitting down mm-hmm. talking with Diane, like Diane even knows that, hey, my son is not himself. He's going to eventually try to work things out with Summer. And Audra's like, well, it looks like he was trying to move on. And the thing is, she can't even confirm, she can't even say the word divorce because that man is, was nowhere near talking about divorce. Um, yeah. the, the only issue I have is if Summer takes him back, she really better give it to him. She really, they both better have a clean slate, but she better cuss him out for sleeping with Audra before she takes him back. Like I, there's more hope for Kyle and Summer than hope in Liam. And I can't wait to get into that because I'm so angry and irritated over at (laughs) B&B. Oh. Yeah, I mean, they don't even look like Liam is pivoting too after everything we saw last week. Oh my God, I'm like, what the heck? I was so angry. I was so done and and just I threw so many pillows at my TV. <laughs> I'll be right back, ladies. Okay, go ahead. I threw I threw so many TV. Every time I saw Liam, I was like, ugh, throw another throw pillow. Oh my God, girl, that is a freaking when that broke news Thursday night, Friday morning, everybody went crazy. It's just the writers just ruined five characters, five characters at once. Hope, Liam, Thomas, Steffi, and Finn ruined mm-hmm. them for no reason. I think Thomas got the worst of it. I know we'll get into B&B in a little bit, but that they ruined five characters. Well, just, they turned their lives upside down for no reason. And it's just, irritating but most of all they they threw thomas off for no reason as much as they stress that they want him to turn around and have a redemption and do this and do that and he's proven himself and then it's yeah i I don't want to go too much into it because i know we'll get into yeah we we, oh oh yeah we're gonna we're gonna dive deep in that one hopefully key should be back okay i'm back oh yeah okay i was like hopefully you'll be back before we get in the bowl um but yeah, with Summer and you know, I Audra Audra don't care. If I honestly believe she sure don't. If if Kyle said, you know what, I'm going back to my wife, she ain't finna break down over that. She's gonna be like, Okay, suit yourself. Because <laughs> she knows she knows that there's probably another big fish that she's right. gonna go after. And I honestly believe and see, they're still playing Tibby Winks with Adam and Sally, too, because there's another pro, uh, spoiler about how Sally surprises Adam. Stop playing games with these two. Right? 
you know how the I the hardest eye roll ever when Sally popped up at Adam's apartment. Like, come on, Sally. Seriously. And then get so, mad. And then I think were you on the call when me and Bree uh Bree and I we were talking about um Sally got the nerve to start acting like, oh my God, I can't be here. Was that you? Yeah. That was me. Yeah. When Nicholas came over there talking about, you can't believe yeah. what you did. And then, yeah, her tone all of a sudden changed. I can't Adam. be in here. I can't <laughs> be around you. This is despicable. The same, the same person who just tried, who tried to trap Wyatt with a baby. Out of all well, the different schemes that she has done, even with Victor, it that like it, it makes zero sense. Right? Oh my God! I need to walk away, Adam. What you did was despicable. Ugh! Let me go. Right. I'm, I'm so over Sally. And it really, go ahead, Keish. It really annoyed me that she stayed there when Adam went to go talk to Victor. You stayed there. You started digging in his boxes, I guess, because she was trying to help. Saw those pictures, and then you bring the pictures out and show him that you saw the pictures. If you want this man to move on from you, you should you should have acted like you never even saw those pictures. You should have put them back where they were, put that box back, and you should have carried your little happy ass out of his apartment. <laughs> sorry. No, I'm sorry, 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 sorry. No, I agree. I but agree. You want she wants him to move on so bad, but she keeps popping up in his face, knowing that Adam is not over her. And then these little conversations in the park and all this sort of kind of stuff. Yeah. yeah. And oh. I, I, Adam, is, like I don't understand the. I don't. I don't get why they just won't let this man move on. Like Sally is not the first time Adam has ever been in love, in love, because he was in love with Sharon for the longest. Mm-hmm. 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 And I feel like that relationship with Sharon was, and I know Sally is like, she's a spark, and they have like similar type attitudes and personalities, but I always felt like his relationship with Sharon was the best relationship for him. Over Chelsea? So, yes. I feel like him and Chelsea were toxic to each other. I could agree with that. And I think Sharon, uh, I guess, I guess people could say that Sharon tried to would try to change him or, you know, I don't know, but I felt like she just tried to help, I guess, better him or balance him out when it came to him making some of the decisions that he would make. Sharon was like, a, you got to think about this. If this is the road you're going down, think about these things too, instead of being somebody that would just push him along down that maybe bad road that he was going to take. So I, I don't know. That's why I've always liked him and Sharon together. But it's, okay. it's almost as if Adam just can't be happy now because him and Sally aren't together. And it just that just doesn't, I don't know, it just bothers me. Like, just let this man move on from Sally or just put them back together at some point because I'm tired of seeing him profess his love to her and how, you know, him talking about how good they were together and, like, Sally has told him multiple times that she doesn't want to be with him and she wants him to move on, even though she keeps showing up at his place, which is frustrating. But tell her to go home. Tell her to leave you alone. <laughs> exactly. 
I, you know, the other part of that, because I think Brees and Chelsea, the reason that they were so toxic to each other because of the love <laughs> Adam had for Sharon. Sharon was always an issue in Chelsea's mind yeah. about whether or not Adam will go back to her or have a connection with her. She, because he loved Sharon so much, they went through a lot together. They really did. I mean, they helped each other through some dark times, and so there's a deeper connection there, and Chelsea understood that, even though she loved him too, but she would always figure that Sharon would be his kryptonite. And that's why it was always a power struggle between the two of them uh, over whether they could fully love each other, because she was always worried about Sharon. Mm-hmm. But is there real love there? I mean, because they're both single now. That would have been an interesting story arc. Give them, give them both a little something different. They can revisit their love story while I they're working they in company have. together. Yeah, I, I wish really, they would. Yeah, I wish they would have. They had the opportunity before they slid Chance into to Sharon's back room. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so... They, I mean, because when he brought the tech company, when she got that tech company and asked Adam to run it with her, I'm like, okay, maybe they could put those two back together. And then all of a sudden, Chance came excited about the fact of arresting Phyllis and then they ended up <laughs> back home. And I'm like, where did that come from? Because they hadn't Kim tested them in a while. It had been like three months before they had that little funky date. Look, I'm not mad at Sharon. If Chance wants to take me to a back room uh, after after he arrests Phyllis, he can take me too. Oh gosh, girl! I mean, they just threw that together. Listen, Chance is very attractive. I know his he girlfriend. Is. I forgot. She's a pretty girl. She's like a model type, but I think she's into like, um. She's some type of um, what they call that that do makeup and not a, a makeup artist, but skincare and stuff. She's gorgeous, mm-hmm. but um, yeah, I'm like, oh, well, his girl happy. <laughs> <laughs> he she is a very look, handsome man. She gets to look at all of that fineness. Good for her, but yeah, he could pull me into that room after he arrests Phyllis. I'm, <laughs> girl, you're so funny. <laughs> was like, I don't care. Let's go. Just don't tell Carter, but you know. Oh, <laughs> oh Lord. But it's just uh, in, in, in the con- line, though, it, it, they weren't around each other for a very long time. They came to us and sent him on a couple mm-hmm. of dates, and then all of a sudden, nothing. And then he came in yelling about Phyllis, and she got a tech company, and that was enough to get them all hot and bothered. So, I was just like, um, okay. And I said, well, I guess you know, Adam is off the table. So, yep. But Elena is about to move on. She's getting another storyline. The question is, who they going to pull with? Devon. What is the storyline she's getting? Well, according to the, to the spoilers, and I've heard a couple of the other content creators talk about it, is that she's officially moving on as if she's moving on to someone else. Oh, okay. So, I don't know 
know who's available except for Adam. And I think, didn't one of you say y'all would like to see Adam and Elena together? Somebody said that. I did. Oh, Lord. I, Why, Keisha? I, I, I don't know. Just because. <laughs> Adam and Elena? I mean, Adam and I, Elena? Why not? That's what she said. Why not give it a try? <laughs> I just want them to give Elena something. Because I like her character, and I liked how I don't know she kind of sparked up when the whole thing with Victoria and Nate happened. Like I want to see more of that for her. Not you know, not her walking around town oh. cutting people out, but you know what I mean. I just I want to see a different side of Elena, like a man giving Elena? her like a spark. What oh, oh uh, I, a man. Um, I don't know something. I, uh, she's a she's a good actress. I like her when she's on screen, and they just don't do enough with her character. And mm-hmm. I just I want them to give her something. She does. I feel like she deserves a a chance, a good storyline. I don't know what that would be if they did put her with Adam, but I'm willing to take anything at this point for Elena. <laughs> well, Jenna said, "What about Nick?" I, I guess Nick would probably be more of a match than Adam and Elena. Mm-hmm. No, I I would rather see <laughs> Lily. I would rather see Lily and Nick. That would be hot. Yes. Oh, no. Now that is my ultimate right there. Mm, yeah. Well, uh, Miss Lily is about to be jealous and be in the midst of a triangle with Heather. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Look. Well, maybe maybe we can get this. Maybe um, Nick will be you know pissed off about Sally spending some time with Adam. Uh, Lily is jealous of um, Daniel and what's her Heather. name? Come, Heather coming back into town. So maybe they'll have a drink at the bar and head up to the uh, hotel room together and have a one night stand at least. I'll I'll even take a one night stand. <laughs> I have been, for whatever reason, have been wanting Lily and Nick to have a little affair or a little, you know, romp in the bedroom for years now. You know, remember when uh, Nick had underground and Lily was at the bar and she's like, you know, for one night, it would just be kind of hot if you and I hooked up. Remember that? Yep. I I remember that. uh, Yes, because they tried Kim testing them for a little bit and then it was like they never went back to it. Nope. Nope. I don't know. They're not giving um, Elena enough riz. That's the problem. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a lot. There are some people in the comment section saying that Elena's boring, and I don't. I just think that the script and the content that they're giving her is what's putting her in that position. Give her a little bit right. more riz and put her with somebody that can draw that out. But I don't know who that would be. It would I mean. Have- it would have to be a guy who's spicy. I kind of see where Keisha was saying about adding Adam in the mix because that would definitely give her character a huge jolt. But but the problem is she already was pissed off at Nate for doing what he was doing. There's no way Elena's going to ride with Adam's tactics. Mm, I, I, I think they, it depends. Yeah. Because well, then, then she'll look like a hypocrite because she was pissed off at some of the stuff Nate was doing. And Adam is like, I'm going to do what I want to, blackmail, scheme, anything. I'll try to get what I need to get. And Elena would have to be okay with that. The only person that would probably be okay with Adam's tactic is Audra. So if they, so if they did try this with Nate and Elena, 
Mm-hmm. She could go into the relationship like, you know what? I'm not in the business world. I'm not a business person. I'm a doctor. Whatever you're doing at Newman Media or whatever the name of his company is, that's that's you and your business. I have no idea how that stuff works. I don't want to know. Keep me out of it. Everything else at home is just you and me. Like, if they did that, then I wouldn't consider her a hypocrite. I'd consider her just realizing that she has... There, she has no say, no, you know, business, no, nothing to do with the business side of what Adam is doing. I think they could keep that separate. Yeah, they would have that way. They don't make her. They would have to change her whole character. Then, I mean, because, I mean, yes, she's a cheater. You know, I mean, they they (laughs) could could make that part of it, but they've done so much with that character to make her look at his bad behavior and they made her stand up for herself and throw water in the face and run to LA and how could you do this? That's a lot to turn around and say, ah, okay, I don't care. You can you can scheme. But I think a lot <laughs> of that also had to do with the fact that Nate was cheating on her, Victoria. Um and the fact that most of what she got pissed off at Nate for in the first place was him doing what he did to his family. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Well, and they would have to. We all know. <laughs> I was gonna say we all know Adam and his family don't get along, so it wouldn't really be anything new for him. Gotcha. I don't know. We have to see though. Ooh, we okay. Did we cover all of the storylines this week? I know Victor was screaming and yelling and all that type of <laughs> stuff. I think so for the most part. I'm trying to think of anything else. Yeah, we covered Ashley Tucker. Adam for the most Adam was pretty mm-hmm. much the storyline for this whole week. Um oh, Connor on Friday feeling like, you know, that was you we all know what that is. That's the slide Chelsea, aka Melissa, um, Claire Egan out of town. So she can yeah. go have a baby. I I will say I also rolled my eyes at the scene where um Nikki was it was like she was consoling Victor after the whole excuse me, uh, him getting into the argument with Adam. And it's like, does this woman truly think that Adam is the only problem here? Of course she does. As if if Victor (laughs) for years has not (laughs) not done his dirt when it comes to his son. Like, that drives me insane. Like, Mm -hmm. be honest with your husband, Nikki. Stop acting like this is all just Adam. Uh No, she's... Nope. Nick, sorry, Nick, Victoria, Victor, they can never do any wrong in her eyes. But, Mm -hmm. oh well, even though his kids did try to, that's what kills me. Victoria, Adam, and, um, what's the other girl's name? Abby, sued they daddy 500 million each, but you worried about Adam. Okay. Right. (laughs) Yep. Them kids walked away with a half a billion dollars. Each. Yep, each. Yep, she did. So, all right. Y'all ready to dive into both? Mm-hmm. Yep, because there's a lot of people who's going to get it this week. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God, girl. Uh, and then, like I say, with the, the uh, let me just. Well, first of all, let's do some housekeeping. I know, Bree, thank you for putting in the chat that uh, to make sure that you either hit the like button 
let you know the algorithm know that y'all enjoying the content. It's also, still only twenty four likes. Seventy people serious? in the chat. Come mm-hmm. on, you guys! It's seventy of you guys in this chat. Y'all been here for a while, listening to us. Hit the like button, please. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Keisha and Bree for putting that out there. Also, too, if you're not subscribed, because we do live chats like we do. We usually do them on Fridays. This Sunday is an exception because there's a lot going on this weekend. Um, But anyway, um, we usually do live chats on Friday night, 7 o'clock. And we do uh, daily recaps is done over here. Um, hot early spoilers, which I usually get those out on Thursday, latest Friday mornings. And then the full spoilers, which I usually put out on Sunday. So you'll probably get the full ones for the week of the 21st through the 25th. So stay tuned for that. And, uh, also on other platforms, I post a lot of fun stuff on IG and TikTok and the new X, which is Twitter now. Well, Twitter, which is now X. So I post stuff over there too. So you can catch, um, you know, catch this whole thing on different platforms. All right, cool. That's enough of that. But make sure you hit that <laughs> like button, please. Thank you. All righty. Let's get into Bold and the Beautiful. And the biggest storyline this past week is Finn, Steffi, and Liam. We did toward uh, Tay Tay came back on Tuesday. I see everybody calling her. Yeah, everybody been calling her Tay Tay. So I just start calling her Tay Tay. Taylor. Taylor is back. She came back for an episode on Tuesday, and um, then we had Beth, who birthday should have been in January, where she should have been turning five coming up, is actually now birthday in August, where she's seven. So she got Sora this week. And then we saw the twinkles in Hope's little eyes over watching Liam, who has been professing love to everybody who could listen, except even Finn, about Steffi. Oh, God. I mean, (laughs) let's go. (laughs) What part y'all want to do first? Um, We can get... uh... Brooke, Ridge, and Eric, we can get them out the way. Oh, yeah. Okay, what you got? We got that the stupid man had the gall to say, <laughs> I want another wedding. Girl. I was another so mad when I heard that. Excuse me? If y'all don't take y'all behind to the courthouse... And and then he's like, I need to design, <laughs> I need to design the, the perfect wedding dress that matches who you are. Well, I hope it's all black. Or bright red, anything but white. I would be very. <laughs> oh my god! I would be very pissed off at this point. How many gowns does this woman need? You can't go to her closet from like ten years ago and pull out a wedding dress. And then, poor Eric. I wanted. I was so upset. He wanted to bond with his child. The child is not biologically his, by the way. Meanwhile. Ridge's kids is all in through Eric's GCAC, but he can't even. Wait, 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 wait! Did you say GCAC? <laughs> <laughs> Eric's GCAC. Oh my god, that's funny. 
Eric's GCAC. He got all these people live underneath his house, but he all he wanted to do was collaborate with his son over an unnecessary wedding dress, and Ridge just treated him like crap. That irritated me with Ridge this week, on top of other things. Mm-hmm. Well, Eric gonna get his get back later this coming week, though. Oh, really? Oh. Mm-hmm. He gonna demand his respect. <laughs> Whatever that looks like. Kick, kick people out their house, especially these grown people who have money and can afford a hotel. Let them go. <laughs> but why did Rich say he wanted another damn wedding? I'm sorry Listen, for saying that. Did y'all, did y'all see Jenna's comment? A true merry-go-round of pure insanity. Just like I said, ex- doing mm-hmm. the same thing over and over again, expecting a different result. Take your dusty destiny card and get the French toast down to the courthouse. Even Jack mm-hmm. and Diane went to the courthouse. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. That Carter's a whole minister and attorney. They could have had it right there at first of creations. I now pronounce you husband and wife for the 80th time. And then and, and Carter could have filed that paperwork. Boom. We did not need it. We do not want a wedding special. Nobody right. wants to see that. <laughs> I'm sorry. And unfortunately, it looks like that's what we're getting for for whatever reason. The writers feel like we need to go through another episode or pro- they're probably gonna make this a week i feel like they're gonna torture us with this i feel like it's going to be a week-long tribute to ridge and brooke leading up to their wedding and a whole bunch of what you call them uh keisha and flash- flashbacks oh my god <laughs> i can't i can't deal with it i will skip i will skip that entire week <laughs> if that's what they do because i can't watch another i, I can't why do, why do we have to do this? And look, I understand that, you know, Brook and Ridge are legacy characters. They've been around for 30 years since, was it 87, was it? I think it goes back that far. Could be wrong. I think it's 87. Um, well, yeah, because this is thirty year, season 36. So, 6, 7, yeah, wait. 36. Is that right? Um, yeah. yeah, 87. 87, you're right. Okay. So, yeah. I know they're legacy characters and whatnot, but do we have to see another these two? Right. Right. You we know, don't. I know there's longtime Bridge fans too, because there's some diehard Bridge fans. I think even as even if you were a Bridge fan at this point, I I feel like it would still be less just have them go to the courthouse. They could still have a nice little sweet moment at the courthouse. Yeah, like her and her sisters. Yeah, her (laughs) sisters can be there. Eric can be there, and RJ. Like we don't, we don't need to go all out. We don't need to make a big production, another wedding in uh, the Forrester Mansion, which I can't stand either. We don't need any of that. (laughs) If it was me personally, I would not go to this wedding. If I got that wedding wedding invite and saw the same names again, I'm like, no, uh, uh. Oh, you, you know her sisters are definitely going to be all in for that and Eric. They the only ones. <laughs> because mm-hmm. I, I hope Brooke and Rich's wedding is like Eric and Quinn's wedding. Remember how that turned out? Nobody mm, was there. Nobody was there. Yeah, exactly. Because right. at, at this point, who who is supporting this this marriage? Well, correct. They all are. RJ. RJ. <laughs> RJ. RJ, Eric, and her sister. That's and, and Carter. 
but you know what? Lashanta Stacks, man, he constantly trashes his children. Why would you want to be with somebody who be talking oh. crap about his kids all the time? Well, because Rich is an idiot. <laughs> well, let me back up a little bit because it's it kind of changes hands because at one point Ridge was always trashing Rick the same way Brooke is trashing Thomas like Rick mm-hmm. and Thomas are very similar they're, they're one and the same um and it, that's why they write the storylines the way they do with these characters so it's not like he doesn't she- know that she's trashing him uh, yeah yeah that's true um but it sounds like he doesn't know that she's trashing his kids. He, he, as, as a matter of fact, he accepts the fact that she does. So mm-hmm. it, it's just, he just makes these stupid near jerk decisions while he's talking to a whole doctor asking, why is he acting so stupid? Excuse me. Mm-hmm. Oh, girl. Oh, my God. Oh. Like, excuse me. That man <laughs> had a whole, a whole doctorate degree. Meanwhile, you're making your decisions with a pine cone and a keyhole. Excuse you. <laughs> my goodness listen you couldn't have put that any that made me so mad when i hear Wyatt, liam and ridge call him stupid call oh, him yeah. um all these names i'm like people i mean he is human he makes mistakes he shouldn't turn his back on that kid right cool right but y'all got to know to make decisions on stupid stuff mm-hmm. it's a misunderstanding Oh, it's always God. a misunderstanding. Right. It's always after thirty something. years. <laughs> <laughs> after thirty years, y'all just, how many misunderstandings and accidents and mistakes and uh, like how many has it been? How many times can you accidentally cheat on somebody? Exactly. <laughs> Please oh, explain it to look, me. Look, I just walked in the room and I tripped and I landed right on it and it happened. I mean, come right. On. He had on a mask. I didn't. I, I couldn't tell the difference between you and him. Like girl, girl, that was I, the most <laughs> ridiculous. That, right there, that was the funniest. That was the funniest story. <laughs> for after twenty years, girl. After twenty something, and and Stephanie hit it on the head too. At hopes, uh, um, after that thing came out about Hope's boyfriend. Stephanie hit it on the head too. Like for 20 years, Brooke, you couldn't tell the difference between the man that you've been chasing for years over some young flint. Come on now. But that's that's a whole other thing. Let me tell you something. You know the difference between 20-year-old D and 50-year-old D. I mean, come on. Right. I, uh, I mean... There's so much we can get into, but you know, yeah, well, she, she, yeah. She, with her experience, she should know the difference. Let me just say that. <laughs> with Brooke's experience, she should have known the difference. <laughs> but, oh my god! When you had so many, I guess it's it's one and the same. But I, but anyway, let's it's it's Sunday. <laughs> I know, right? It's not like a Friday night, right? We gotta watch it. <laughs> oh my goodness, girl. Mm-mm-mm. Yeah, I don't want to see another wedding by Brook and Ridge. I'm sorry. We didn't have way too many. They keep replaying that whole thing on the beach with the word Brook and Ridge spelled out in the shape of a heart or the horse situation. And it's like, mm-mm. just going on over to the city hall. If you need help, call Jack Abbott. He can tell you who to contact locally in your state. 
you know, and you and Brooke can go and do exactly what him and Diane did. They're billionaires too, and they they went to City Hall. Side <laughs> note: Did anyone know that Jack was a billionaire? I didn't. That was new because there were only had two. They had what? Yeah, two or three billionaires on the show. I didn't know Jack was a billionaire. That was a side note. Sorry. I mean, I would think so. I mean, he yeah. had a national company. He got this one. I mean, if I guess Devon can be a billionaire, I guess Jack can be one too. Yeah. I swear to you. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I mean, they both have Chancellor, the biggest, the big companies, Newman, Jebo, Chancellor, and now Chancellor Winner. So, you know, whatever. Um, but yeah, you know, I mean, it's not that hard to just K your butt down there. And we only need like 10, maybe five minutes of one episode to say they vowed and get the French toast on. I'm over it. Uh-uh. No, no. They need to do this off camera. Like they did hope. They <laughs> did you know. They did hope in Liam. They did hope in Liam like that. And they actually had a, a real storyline that led towards them getting back together. And they had, they, they got married in the courthouse off screen. We seen, we know how Brooke and Mary weddings go. <laughs> we don't need to see it. Do that off screen and to say for five for two minutes, like, hey, we got married. This is what mm-hmm. happened. And then let's just be done with them. Now you know they put in that storyline that Brooke is gonna create her own gown. So you know we gotta oh, see it. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> They I'm already gonna, over it. Listen, they not go have a girl create her old gown and then have it off screen. So right. you prepare yourself for a wedding. I will not. I will be skipping <laughs> that scene. <laughs> yeah. Don't ask me any questions that week about uh, Bold and the Beautiful because I, I, I can't Girl, they better not make it a week. Don't speak that into existence. Okay, You're right. I, I take all that back. Take, take it all, all of back. it back. I'm going to say give them five minutes. Have her come in there with that dress <laughs> like they did in Rome. Her and Hope did a full circle. It was only two dresses. And that was it. <laughs> Look, if I, have to see the, if I have to see this wedding, I will be ragging on everything down to the details, the watercrust sandwiches. I'm just going to be, I'm just going to be, I'm just going to be roasting that entire wedding. So if I, if I have to watch this, oh there will goodness. be a roast of this wedding. Just letting <laughs> the bridge fans know in advance. Because well, Nana is in there fighting for her life in the comments <laughs> because she is. Nana Rob Eight is saying, "Look, I am all for bridge. I'm sorry, and she I respect is- that. Yeah, <laughs> I get it. I know. I know Brooke has fans, and I know that there's a lot of people <clears throat> that talk about how um, how people rag on Brooke, the Brooke character, and the Brooke and Ridge relationship. And it's like because you know she's a basically the center of the show, but it's also the annoyance with how they." They try to make Brooke so high and mighty, you know, the the moral compass or whatever. And you see the obvious favoritism towards the character where she does the things that she does, some of the things that she does, and never gets called out for it. There's never any, there's no repercussions for it. Um, and if there are, it lasts for about a week and then all is forgiven. And it doesn't happen that way for the other side of the house. Like, 
We don't get that for Taylor. We don't get it for Thomas. We barely get it for Steffi. But for Hope and Brooke and the sisters, like, they're all always rainbows and sunshines. Everything always works out in their favor. They're always the victims while the other side of the house are the villains. It, so it, it, it gets frustrating after years of this happening. So that's why people rag on Brooke the way they do. Because it, yeah. it's just annoying. It, you my, just see the obvious favoritism with the show. My issue is, and I agree with you on that, because there's a lot of unaccountability that happens on that side. Mm-hmm. The other part of it is how you set up and you see what Ridge do between you and Taylor. Taylor took a reprieve, came back as, you know, we got Krista Allen. And I mean, uh, granted, they allowed Ridge to bounce between the two of them. But at some point, you should see that he's willing to bounce between the two of you. And so it's like y'all made a whole stance back in December about you need to pick one of us or none of us or we're not going to pick you and blah 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 and then we're right back planning a dress and everything and then you want Mm -hmm. your daughter to repeat the same history with Liam and it's like jeez it's like come on and I get it there's a lot of go ahead I I was just going to say because it's I feel like it's always a competition and that's how she has always seen the 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 triangle with Ridge and that's how she sees the the triangle with, with Liam and Hope and Steffi. She has always seen it as a competition and she's always wanted her daughter to win. It doesn't matter the fact that Liam goes back and forth between them. It doesn't matter that your daughter is insecure about Liam's feelings for his ex. That doesn't matter to you. It doesn't matter you your daughter isn't really truly completely happy. Because she knows that she has to deal with Liam and his feelings for Stephanie. She just wants her to be the winner in this whole triangle. And she just wants her daughter to be with Liam. And that's all she cares about. And and it's the same thing with her. So because she's okay with it in her life, then she sees nothing wrong with her daughter doing the same thing. Gotcha. What you got, Bree? Anything on, on that? Um... I feel like the writers, they, they, it's always in Logan, the Logan family's favor for the Mm -hmm. most part. I really can't say that for all the Logans because I feel Bridget out of all the Logans has probably gotten the worst of her mother's raft. I mean, I would just prefer if they're doing like a family battle or, or like a family. I really don't know how to describe it because the writing has just been so off lopsided. and it's lopsided because like they have like pretty decent starter starting points with their storylines. It's just their execution of it. It's just really stupid. Like mm-hmm. them breaking, like trying to break up Steffi and Finn's marriage. Like, in theory, I can see how, you know, they incorporated Sheila and, you know, that tie there and pulling her away from Finn. But it was unnecessary. So it's hard for me to be invested in that. And same with, like, 
with 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 hope and Liam, like after years of seeing that girl get heartbroken for for decades, it's like how do we want to get invested in that? It's like you can only refurbish a person's heartbreak, right? So much, and the fact that Brooke was they make Brooke look so stupid supporting this this serial cheater. He's a serial cheater. He doesn't even mm-hmm. know when he's doing it. He just thinks that he's just being a good guy each and every time. Now, but, are you talking about Ridge or Liam? Oh, I'm sorry. I keep, forget, for, keep forgetting. They're, they're <laughs> interchangeable. <laughs> so it's hard for me to get... I mm-hmm. want to get on Brooke's side because any and every storyline is pivoted towards what's going on in her world i think we all can safely say that because at mm-hmm. first like growing up i thought it was always stephanie's world but it's really it's brooke's world and what happens in it yeah. it would be nice if she was the voice of reason for her daughter um that would be so of- refreshing to see yeah versus like her trying to force this man who does not want to be kept let's be honest if he could have both hope and Steffi, he would he would make that work and for years mm-hmm. he has been making it work <laughs> mm-hmm. i'm laughing at jenna because she said waffle king and waffle boy that was what i was saying for the last couple weeks yeah it, it's it, it's just <laughs> hard for me to i don't know it, it, it's just writing it's just it's I don't get it. It's piss poor. And it, is. it doesn't make yeah. me want to, like, I can't look forward to certain storylines. I know all of next week's going to piss me off. I know oh, it. God, yeah. oh, I know it. It is off the chain for the next two weeks. And I honestly believe, because remember the, <clears throat> the filming is done like four weeks in advance, right? So mm-hmm. we do know that July 10th week, which everybody looked forward to, was the four days of Hope and Thomas. I mean, and we might as well, I'm, I'm, I know that's not part of it because we didn't even see Thomas this week, but I just got to say it, especially knowing what we know um, and seeing Hope's twinkle in her eyes watching Liam with Beth. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I just, why did you bring those two together I mean they hit the highest ratings that week that they did in a very long time they actually end up picking up more viewers that wasn't even soap fans because right. of soap and then you turn around I the only thing I can think of is that they expected the storyline to bomb and it didn't so they wrote this storyline that's coming up this week to coincide with what they thought would have happened and it didn't so some people are saying well maybe hope and thomas will break up now but because of what happened maybe they'll rewrite it back into the storyline that hope can't stay away from it. i hope so but you know it will, I don't know. it will only make sense for them to do that because there's no way they could have that entire week week and a half of Hope telling Thomas how much she's changed him, mm-hmm. how her eyes have been open, how she's like has this newfound freedom. It was almost as if the the way she was talking to him was as if splitting from Liam has lifted a weight off her shoulders. Correct. Correct. So there and then on the other side of that, Liam basically 
going on this long this week weeks long um basically confession tour of how he's always been in love with Steffi. He's never stopped being not being in love with her. He was suppressing his feelings for her um because he was married to Hope. And now that he sees this opening, he's got to let her know how he feels about her and that his marriage to, to Hope was basically a mistake and something that he never should have done or something that he regrets doing. Like you can't have these two characters make these kind of proclamations about themselves, their marriage and their feelings and then expect the viewers to take their marriage seriously after this if they do put the two of them back together. I don't think, so in my opinion, even though what is supposed to happen next week happens, you know, the spoilers for next week, Mm. I don't think that right (laughs) now, I don't think Lope is going to be reunited. And my guess is that if they do end up being reunited, it's only going to be because Liam wants to keep her away from Thomas and he feels like that's the only way he can do it. And their marriage isn't going to be the same as it was before because it's just him doing it for the benefit of his daughter because Thomas is so dangerous and not because he really is truly in love with hope, which is going to call, which is going to cause another set of problems for them. Can I say that's the most irritating part is how this all affects Thomas. Cause we spent, mm-hmm. they have the art, the writers have made it very clear that they wanted Thomas to be the villain. They've literally written yep. him into a corner to now where this man has had a whole redemption we saw him go to therapy we see him doing the right thing you guys wanted him to come back to work on the line he's been doing any and everything straight and arrow no issues no qualms for y'all the writers to throw it in the garbage and the Mm -hmm. thing is what was the whole point of her kissing him? What was the whole point right. of her sleeping with him if y'all were going to bring her back to Liam? Now, keep in mind, Liam just knows about this, these kisses. What is exactly. he going to do when he finds out she slept with him for 12 hours? That's why I don't think a re, uh, them reuniting is going to last if it happens. There's no way he's going to get over that. Girl, you know, it's so many landmines in this situation because we got the two kisses mm-hmm. that... Uh, Finn and Hope don't know about. We got the sex that Liam don't know about with Hope. You know, it's it's landmines that could blow up that could technically send these two back to each other, meaning Hope and Thomas. Because then there's the other part of the story, which only Wyatt, Ridge, and Brooke knows of Finn, of uh, Liam professing love to Steffi. That's three different landmines right there. The two kisses, yeah. the sex with Thomas, and Liam professing love to Steffi. They need all, all that needs to come out. I and agree. all those speeches. Yep, I do too. And all those those speeches that Hope gave about not wanting to be with somebody with a divided heart and how Steffi has been a problem in their marriage from the very beginning. Like all of that stuff she said is going to go out the window if she goes back to him. And yeah. I think she would go back to Liam in a heartbeat, which would only prove that everything that she has said to everybody about why her and Liam broke up or why their marriage didn't work or wasn't working 
wasn't the real issue. It was really her feelings for Thomas. Exactly. Because if you were willing to go back to him after all of this, after this man is stood in y'all's home and basically said, I gave up Steffi for you and the tone of voice that he did as if he was pissed off at her for that reason. And she goes back to that. Like, that would show how weak she truly is when it comes to, to Liam. And it would show that she was absolutely this entire time just deflecting what the real um, what the real reason was, which was, again, her feelings for Thomas and not his feelings for Steffi. Yep. Like she would look like an idiot if she went back to him. Yes, she would. Yes, she would. Yes, she would. You are absolutely correct. Especially... Because... Oh, I'm so sorry. Go ahead. No, I was just going to say because of the fact that everybody's been asking her, why are you doing this? Well, Liam, he's going to always have Steffi in his back pocket. He got mm-hmm. a divided heart. I will never be number one. I always got to share him with Steffi. And I want to be with somebody who's going to be with me and love only me. But then you're going to go right back to that. Right. Dumb. So she was she was making excuses. That's all she was. It was almost like she was trying to save face because Liam left her. And, and she tried to kind of turn it around and say, well, really... It's because of Steffi. It's because Liam still has feelings for Steffi. It's, it, that's always been the problem. And it's like, no, it hasn't, Hope. Not for the last couple of years, it hasn't. Mm-mm. Nope. <laughs> Just admit that it's your feelings for Thomas. And stop trying to put it all on Liam. The other thing is, I don't know, you saw the promo, right, Keish? Yeah. Okay. The other thing is Brooke pressuring her. And I'm like, at mm-hmm. some point, you got to set boundaries with your mama. And her brother. And her brother. Brooke is like, but you need to keep your family together. But, you know, and, and she's telling her mom in that promo, Thomas loves me and only me. Brooke don't give a rat's tail about mm-hmm. any. She sure don't. All she uh-huh. care about is Liam being the golden boy. And the funny and thing so- is that Brooke didn't keep her family with Eric together. Oh. Nope. When she was when her and Eric have two kids together. <laughs> so why are you trying to force your daughter to be unhappy for the sake of of Beth? Instead of listening to what your daughter is saying. And that whole thing is BS because she also has a legal child with Thomas too. Yeah. You know, she ain't thinking about Douglas. She ain't thinking about that. So don't stop trying to use the whole, oh, you know, you got a kid together. She got a kid with Thomas too. Legally. Remember y'all y'all coaxed that contract? Mm-hmm. You wanted that boy away from Thomas so bad you were part of trying to manipulate that contract. Well, she got it. And she also now shares son with him. So now what? Yeah. Go ahead. Bree, you was going to say something. Go ahead, Keisha. Whoever's uh, no, no, Bree can go ahead. Um, I was going to say that the I was a little I was extremely annoyed with RJ. I'm kind of, send RJ back to Europe. We I'm so Please. sick of him. He is Captain Save a Marriage. Let's let him just go back to Europe. But I'm a little annoyed with the fact that Finn hasn't gone to Hope yet. They both kind of need to have some form of a conversation because Hope could have gave Finn a warning and say like, hey, my husband just told me that he wants your wife now. And at the same time, 
Finn could have told her like, hey, he's been professing his love. If they, there needs to be a conversation between Hope and Finn somehow. Wait, I'm, wait, wait, Bree. So Hope knows that Liam professed his love? No, no, no. I oh. no, I said Finn needs to tell oh, her. Oh, okay, Hope okay. and Finn have yet to have a conversation oh, when it comes to their spouses. Okay. Does you Finn know that though? No. So I, I know Finn, I know Finn and Liam had that conversation, and Liam said you know, was talking about his history with Steffi to him, but did, does he actually know that, that hope is he has aware. gone to, no, does Finn know that Liam has actually gone to Steffi and said that he wants another chance? Because I didn't I think, think he, he said that in the conversation with Finn. I think he did. did? I think he oh, did, because okay. uh, I think he talked to Wyatt and saying like, oh, well, Finn knows how I feel and he knows how Steffi, how I feel about Steffi, and I think, I think Finn knows that he already went to Steffi, but I'm just annoyed the fact that both Hope and Finn know this about their spouses and they have yet to have a conversation together because I I feel like for Finn, he needs to be aware of how his wife is moving. I was really irritated, irritated, upset with Steffi. Oh, absolutely. She came downstairs, her granddaddy's house in some lingerie. You just nasty. Who does it at their granddaddy's house? Oh my God, Bree! I was so mad at that. I'm like, the tatas are out. I'm like, you're at your granddaddy's house. Nothing but kids <laughs> playing around, and you walking around the house like you waiting for your man to come home. Okay, and then, <laughs> and then the other irritating part. I'm, I'm just gonna. No, I'm going all course here, but like, the fact that she allowed Lena to come in at a, a late night. You got your tatas out and you let this man kiss you. I need for Finn to be aware of how his wife is moving while he's professing his love because she ain't worth a damn to me. Well, the other part of this is that Steffi should have stopped this conversation a long time ago. You keep letting Liam pour out all of this information. Granny, if you want to see your daughter, okay, cool. Kelly, you know, your your daddy's here. Uh, You know, y'all have a good time. I'll be back. He come, well, I want to talk to you. No, no, no. Mm-mm. I'm dealing with stuff with my husband. You need to go over there and deal with your daughter. We ain't got nothing going on between us, except me keeping it secret of the kisses. But, I mean, all this other stuff, Liam has been allowed too much space to move like he's moving and saying what he's saying without her shutting him down. She's quick to tell Finn, I'm not moving home. I'm not doing this. I'm not doing that. But you can't tell this man, look, I'm not listening to you. You need to cage. Now, she did say, I'm going to need you to leave. Now, I do like that. But it took her a whole week and a half to say that. Yeah. Yeah, she said a lot of things. She's allowed this man to kiss her now three times. I don't care if it's on the lips. It's the fact that that man is not your husband and you have no problem with him putting his lips on you. And saying all these things. At some point, Steffi, why couldn't you have just slapped Liam? Because if there's anyone who's harassing you, that would be him. He's the one who's coming <laughs> to you up underneath you. And the thing is, she can't be surprised. She saw him be all up underneath hope when it came to Thomas. Yeah. This is this is all he knows how to do. And she's just, it's the fact that she's not shutting him down as irritating. Right. We, know, we know this is how Steffi is. She's reading like like a copy straight from Brooke's handbook. The lingerie coming down the stairs, like, oh, I didn't know you were here. Pulled it right out of Brooke's handbook. Yeah, it, it's thing- just 
Finn is not a bad guy for her to be doing that to him. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, and then she he kissed her on the mouth and she pushed him off. I'm like, dang, girl, that's your husband. That dude is fine. What do you mean? That's a doctor. What you doing? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. That yeah, like, that is what okay. is frustrating me with her as well, is that she's not she's wait, not wait, wait, Keisha, you frustrated with Steffi? I've told you guys this for a couple of weeks now. <laughs> Don't act surprised. I'm messing I, <laughs> I, I have been frustrated with her <clears throat> with her from the the kiss in Rome because she wasn't stern she wasn't stern enough with Liam, obviously. Because he felt comfortable enough to do it again, and he felt comfortable enough to come back, and even though it was on the cheek, mm-hmm. get close enough to her to do it again. So I, I am, I'm absolutely frustrated with her for not p- punching him in the face like he deserves to be, because she's already told him twice, "You can't do that. That's not okay. I'm not leaving my husband, and he's not listening." What would I have loved to happen was her finally tell Finn about what he did and then go and punch him in the face. But obviously <laughs> obviously that's not gonna happen. What I what I think is gonna happen when those kisses come out, I don't think it's gonna be enough to make Finn um want to like leave her or anything like that. I think the way they're gonna frame it, the writers are gonna frame it is she told Liam that that wasn't okay and he's gonna take it that way and he's gonna put it all on Liam. And they're going to be fine. Um, I just, I wonder if it's going to come out. And if it is, how much longer is it going to be before it comes out? And I also so, wonder if that is going to have an effect on on hope at all. I don't think or, so. You, know, you because, don't think it'll have an effect on hope? No, two kisses and four days of sex is way different. Yeah. <laughs> it, Liam... you, don't, you still don't think she'd be pissed off? I mean, he going uh, the gravity of the situation because if she unless she play it up without telling her what she's been doing with Thomas, what could blow her out the water is a pregnancy. Yep. I hope they don't do that. I think they're writing it this way for this reason. Uh, that would re- blow up that world because if it come out that she's pregnant and she ain't been with him or they take a Oh, she would have to hurry up and sleep with that dude, but it's been a month now. Yeah. Yeah. So, and she ain't been with him in a month, and she popped pregnant. Liam gonna be like, "Well, wait a minute. I thought you just kissed him in Rome. What else has been going on?" The reason I don't want it to be a pregnancy thing is because I don't want that to be the reason her and Thomas um, are finally right. together. Yeah, I, I want it to be thing. because they like truly just want to be together. I don't want it to be a forced thing. And I feel like it would be forced because I'm because you know Liam wouldn't take her back after that. And so it would almost be like, well, I don't really have any other options. I guess Thomas, I guess you're it now. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> if I was Thomas, I'd be like, don't come back here no more. <laughs> what I'm hoping for is I just want them to finally allow Thomas to move on from Hope. Even if later on down the line they put Hope and Thomas back together, I, they Thomas has not really been with anybody since he's been back to the show, since Matt Atkinson has taken on the role. He's mm-hmm. had his little, you know, a few weeks with Zoe. Um, I think that was it, right? 
Yeah, yeah they had a whole. Since been back. Yeah. And that yep. was how so, many years ago? Yeah, like about back in 2019. Yeah, about four years ago. So his, his whole world has been hope since he's been back. It's always it's been about hope this whole time. And I want them in order to show that Thomas has grown, that he's not that same obsessive Thomas that he was back in 2019, 2020, whenever it was, that that whole, they rewrote his character to make him an obsessive creeper. Like, I want them to show that he's grown away from that, and I would love for them to bring somebody else, like a, a real character, onto this show that he has genuine interest in, that they form a genuine connection, that he has a real relationship with, and put hope in his rear view. And not and stop making her the center of all of his storylines, because that's all it's been for Thomas since he's been back. It's all it's been about hope, whether they whether it was him trying to get with hope or whether it was the conflict with Douglas. It's always been hope, and Liam has been the center of his storylines in Brooke. And I would love for them to just allow him to be happy with somebody outside of that family, like a, a genuine happiness. And let Hope be over there suffering with Liam and unhappy with him and dealing with that mess and pull him out of that. And then eventually later on, if they want to put Hope and Thomas back together because they, you know, realize that they truly are in love with each other and want to be together, then let it happen that way instead of, you know, a pregnancy because she's pregnant. Something. Yeah, because she's pregnant or because Liam left her. Yeah. Ooh, girl. Mm, mm, mm. Yeah. What did y'all think and about Tate? Oh, go ahead. I was going to say, and I would also like to see him leave the Hope from the Future line, too, and let him create his own line. I was really hoping they, they'd go down that rabbit hole because the show is based about a fashion house and we have yet to really see like a fashion show except for the hope for the future thing. That's, pre that's pretty much the only line at Forrester at this point. But I mm -hmm. would have liked to see him do his own thing. I hope like after next week, he leaves hope alone and just in, in just puts her in a rearview mirror. I agree with that because you're not going to string this man along and then right. play with his emotions and then play with the audience emotions by yeah. just going back to the man we don't want you to go back to so i i would be okay with him moving on to someone else because that 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 whole thing that they did to thomas was just horrific well it, taylor, yeah. taylor called it she, you know taylor was like i don't want a situation where she you know they this man has been going through therapy and all of this, and then she comes out of the blue and decides she want to fulfill her fantasies and then get ghosted. Exactly. Yep. And that's exactly what she did. And, and what she's exactly about to do. what she's doing. Exactly. It was also the voice of reason when she showed up on Tuesday. Her and Ridge was going head to head over this. And I'm like, you know this? She was like, look, Steph, you need to go and figure this out with your husband. Yep. What were that was the best information I hadn't heard all week. Yep. But once again, he has issues with being smarter than doctors. <laughs> yeah. yeah. 
I, I couldn't mean, believe that. Come he... over there talking about, oh no, you know what you got to do what make you happy, and I'm like, Rich, shut up. Right. Like, how could you, after witnessing the the pain that your daughter has been through with this man, even consider telling her something like that? He's watched her, watch his daughter break down. He's had to go to Liam to try to beg and plead for his right. daughter. Like, and you just, and you just okay with this man looking to turn your daughter's pretty much marriage upside down over something right. her and Finn could have worked out. But you are okay with Liam gaslighting the situation on top of that, but throwing himself at your daughter after you've known for years that he's hurt her but i mean mm-hmm. that'd be the pot calling the kettle black because yeah. let me can I ask you ladies a question and i caught something very interesting and I, I don't know i maybe it was just you know when taylor showed up at the house did it look like steffi was happy to see her because she was always like, well, mom, what, well, you're home? What are you doing here? You didn't have to. And I'm thinking like most when oh. you like this, wouldn't you want your mom there? I didn't take it that way. I just took it as her being surprised that she was there. Because I was like, maybe she didn't want to hear the voice of reason. She's conflicted. She's like, hmm, Liam's sounding good, but I also love my husband. Because that was the whole spoiler and storyline for the previous week which was her and her being conflicted so here I would goes, say oh, here goes go Taylor coming in the door she know her mom is going to give her the voice of reason like look you need to fix your marriage with your husband Steffi didn't want to hear that in that moment Steffi was like I want to hear what Liam have to say but then you know I might kind of hear what Finn have to say but you know I don't want to go home so I, I don't know I didn't take it that way not when she saw her mom I just took it as she was just genuinely surprised her mom was there now when she was sitting there listening to her mom and her dad go back and forth the expressions on her face kind of looked like maybe she wasn't in total agreement with what her mom was saying I I don't that's how I read that but then she was talking to Ridge this week and Ridge Again, bringing up Liam, like, why are you bringing up Liam? But when Ridge brought up Liam, I mean, she said to him, I, that's not what I'm thinking about right now. I'm thinking about Sheila, basically, in that situation. Mm-hmm. And it's and I'm it's like, why on earth during right now where you know your daughter is, has some concern about Sheila and Finn, and then on the other side of things, Liam is going through a divorce with Hope. Why are you bringing this up to her? Like, what kind of father are you? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that you do Girl. you really think your daughter should be worried about that in this moment right now? Girl, it's just yeah. How do you feel about Liam? I'm like, yeah, like why are you trying to match make? Yeah, because he ran his narrow Waffle King behind over there to talk to Waffle Boy. Waffle Boy was like, uh, yeah, I love your daughter. And you know what? If I had a chance, I would never let her go. Okay. He walked right out the door. It's like, dude, yeah. you need to check him. <laughs> <laughs> no. So did you guys, last week when he told um, Brooke the conversation that he had with Liam, did you guys feel like he was being petty towards Brooke? 
because he's basically telling because he knows Brooke is trying to keep Hope and Liam together. So him going and telling her that, I'll, I I kind of felt like I agree. Yeah, it I, almost it, it was almost like he had this look this look of pettiness on his face when he was telling her yes, the conversation I, that he had with Liam. I agree with that a thousand percent because <laughs> any other time Brooke has anything to say about Thomas, she will gladly go to Ridge and throw it in his face. Well, your son mm-hmm. is unstable. Your son That's did true. this. So he can easily go back like, well. <laughs> I was looks, cracking up that scene. Look, looks like Liam has feelings for my daughter. <laughs> I mean, no, no. He's he's professed his love. It uh, looks like he doesn't want your child no more. Oh. Right. Oh, oh, oh my God. I, <laughs> I was at some point they just let Liam be by himself for if you can have Thomas being by himself for a while, Liam, right. you know, give you some time to think. I know one of the girls in the chat said that Finn needs therapy. Uh, a lot of them need therapy. On yeah. This show. That whole, yeah, every single one of them. Yeah. Including them. his But wife. you're right. But you're right. Finn, uh, Thomas has been single pretty much since he's been on this show. Back on the show. Steffi was single for what Three years, mm-hmm. something like that. Two years something before like Finn came on. So, yeah, Liam, Liam can be single for a bit. Yeah, I will be all right. If they don't come back with a pivot back to Hope and Thomas, y'all, y'all dropping the bag. I'm sorry. Right. Absolutely. Y'all, y'all dropping the bag because y'all made the most money through endorsements and through other social media platforms. With that July 10th and going into July 17th week. And then y'all gonna turn around and have her do a backflip. And have Liam do a backflip. Because it looked like he's having a conversation with Steffi about him feeling some kind of way about his marriage now. And it's like, but you spent a whole week talking about you wish you never let Steffi go. And then you go backtrack this marriage to a marriage with hope. Writers, what the French toast are y'all doing? Right. That's why none of this will make any sense. None of it makes sense. I wanted to say something real quick Mm -hmm. because leading back to to Beth's birthday. So the girl turned seven. So what took place around the time that she was born happened seven years ago and you guys are still choosing to blame Thomas for the entire thing he wasn't handing out it he wasn't handing out a check he didn't actually physically kidnap the girl he withheld information but y'all yeah can we talk about this well first of (laughs) all first of all seven years ago was 2015 yeah in 2019 you know i mean i get it sora we didn't date sora so many kids on both shows i get it but y'all changed the whole birthday how did you become, you went from being a Capricorn to a Leo? <laughs> <laughs> because didn't, didn't Hope announce her pregnancy during 4th of July? That was an year. Yeah, she did. Correct. She did. She announced it at the parade, at the whatever fireworks show or whatever. Yeah. Yep. I and get change in the age, but you're right. I don't get change in the birth date. That doesn't, that, like, pick pick one. 
I mean, Nick Newman's birthday has always been New Year's Eve since the beginning of time. Yep. <laughs> so, and Billy's birthday is Fourth of July. Like they at least stay consistent on YNR. We'll give them that. Right. Yeah. Exactly. You know, but I mean, it was clear what they did this for. Of course, they did this to throw uh, Hope and, and Tom. I mean, Hope and Liam back together. Girl, it's just, mm-mm. and I get it. It's a writer's strike. I know on Young and the Restless, Josh is writing everything until they get that straight. Now, on Bold, they got interim writers. And we actually were giving them kudos when they did what they did for Hope and Thomas. We was like, shoot, maybe them, they don't need no writers <laughs> back. You know what I'm saying? And now yeah. y'all going to do this? Yeah. Unless Bell was like, uh, excuse me, I, I know what y'all doing, but y'all better stop it right now. We need to do this right here. Because Bell has some say-so on that, too, which sucks. You know what we need to do? All three of us, we just need to just <laughs> volunteer and be like, look, we can write for you guys for a couple months. We can turn this around right. for a couple of months. We're going to need that check to clear and make sure it's worth our time. But we will write a whole better show. Than I mean, see, they could have did some crazy things with this. I mean, they did not have to take steam through this. And here's the crazy mm-hmm. thing. After that whole scene with Sheila, I ain't seen Sheila in almost two weeks. For real. Mm-hmm. She ain't been knocking at nobody's door. She ain't been sneaking and around. She's still in the bed with Deacon. Well, Deacon actually showed up at the birthday. <laughs> oh, that's right. You know, oh, she Deacon gave him was, a break. Okay. Right. <laughs> Deacon was sitting up in there in the middle of them Logan women, Kiki, and, and I'm like, dude, if they only knew. <laughs> you know, they mad at this whole thing with Sheila being out of jail. You up in there getting your freak on with her. And he's sitting up there smiling like, oh, yeah, thanks for right. me. Meanwhile, he's sleeping the enemy. Exactly. You know, so it's just like, I, I just, they, they really are like, please don't do this. If this is part of the plot of bringing them back together, we're going to have to sit through it. But I just, I don't want to sit through it. <laughs> so can we Hope talk, can we talk about, yeah. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Is that what you talking about, Hope and Liam? Mm-hmm. So can we talk about that, the conversation that they had in the cabin and why I'm so frustrated with this whole, with the, the Bethgate thing and Thomas and just the writers in general on that show was how like Bree said earlier they have written him into a corner when it comes to like his his past and I hate that they even involve Thomas in the whole Beth thing in the first place because <clears throat> first of all what did, when did he find out like nine months, months into later. the whole thing mm. yeah and it was only for like a couple of weeks or something like that before it came out. So he knew for like two weeks, three weeks out of the nine months or seven months, however long it was that this whole thing happened. And now it's like he has been the overall villain in that situation. And I know that Liam mentioned Dr. Buckingham for sure. Yeah, I was shocked okay. at that. Me too. But what pisses me off about it is not only since that has happened has Liam, he had begged Thomas to take care of Beth and Hope. Thomas had to throw in Kelly because, of course, when Liam was with Hope, he never thought about Kelly. But begged him to basically take care of his family while he was in jail because he didn't know how long he was going to be there or what was going to happen. 
but now all of a sudden Thomas is back to being dangerous. Like, it, it doesn't make any sense. And yes, I'm not excusing anything that Thomas did. He should have told them as soon as he found out. He should have told them what was going on. However, I hate that the writers over and over again, when it's convenient for them to throw Thomas under the bus, they want to bring this story back up. Instead of just allowing this character um, his dark past, like they do with so many other characters. Like Thomas is, is not a legacy villain. He did not come onto this show and become a villain. They rewrote him that way when he came back. Yeah. So it's hard for like the fans of the of the Thomas character or like Taylor and her family. Of course, we're we're gonna overlook that because we know that this has not always been the character that Thomas was. It, it's, he's not like a Sheila character who, from the beginning of time of her being on these shows, she's been a villain. She has her moments of you know where she's fine, and but then she always reverts back to that. They changed Thomas's character that way. And then they they wrote him to do all these heinous things. And then we thought that they were going to redeem him, but then they had him do the CPS call. So it's like they can't make up their mind what they want to do with him. And at this point, it's almost impossible, at least when it comes to hope, for them to have a successful relationship without Liam or the Logans bringing up his involvement with the best situation. They keep allowing those characters to bring up Thomas's past. They don't do that with Bill. They didn't do it with Quinn when, when Quinn was on good terms with anybody with everybody anyway. But they didn't do it with Quinn. They didn't do it with Wyatt because when Wyatt first came on, he was also not the best person. He wasn't as bad as, it wasn't as bad as anything that they had Thomas do. But he was still kind of like the 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 mini villain I guess because he was at odds with Liam so they would have him do his little scheming and stuff like that they didn't do that with anybody else not to mention Liam your brother got engaged to the woman who helped plan the whole thing and you didn't give him any pushback literally no pushback from him on that they all work and flow into the family eventually they gave her she got a job the Logans embraced her except for her why I thought Hope did too eventually. Nope. Oh, Mm-mm. I thought she. I thought she did too as well. But the sisters did. Brooke did. Like, she was welcomed basically into the family, given a job, um, and was allowed to. Wyatt was allowed to date her without Liam getting in his face every day, trying to persuade him from doing that. Yep. But I, here yeah. you go, sitting in Hope's face wanting to remind her of the two weeks that Thomas knew about Beth and how dangerous he is and how horrible of a person he is for it. And so it's thing- like the writers either need to let that storyline go and stop allowing the other characters to bring it up or they just need to cut off the whole Hope Thomas thing because I mean logically it's never going to work. I agree with you on that because the other part of it is is that if they wanted to pick on something that a lot of the fans are picking on with Thomas is what happened with that girl that was driving on the road. I keep forgetting that girl's name. Emma. Emma. Oh, my. Yeah, the fans are more on that issue than 
the the two weeks of knowing that Beth was because I see that all the time. I can't believe he was the one that just left her there to die and all this so kind of stuff and looked at her and kept going and whatever. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. They don't Liam don't even bring that part up. He always right. go back to well, he kept our child from us. Uh he knew about the secret, but who actually did it is Flo and Zoe and Dr. Buckingham. Right. Yep. Yeah. And they got a whole path. Zoe became one of the lead models at Forrester. Yep. She and brought her sister lead. along. and Exactly. Mm-hmm. Her mom was on the show. Grace, you know, after, of course, Zoe. Well, she was there. Zoe left and then Grace stuck around for Paris. But, yeah. I mean, y'all brought in a whole le- uh, family of Buckingham's, per se, and she got a whole new job as a, like you said, Flo got accepted, maybe not so much by Hope, but by the rest of the Logans and whatnot. So. Yeah, it's, it's, just, it's I, frustrating. It, just sucks. it sucks. And like you said, Keish, prior to Matt Atkinson, we had three other Thomases who was a nice guy. Right. There were some fine it, Thomases, side note. It sure was. <laughs> there sure was. <laughs> Adam yeah. Gregory was my favorite. Looks looks I mean, wise anyway. All those different other recasts, they weren't villains at all. No, yeah, not at all. And and then they just again, it just shows that it's like Taylor's side of the family just gets thrown under the bus. For the sake of the Logans and, and Liam. Yep. So, I mean, they they had, and even like with, if they wanted to make him kind of a bad guy, they could have had him on like a Deacon level bad guy. But they had him, you know, had him involved in the Beth thing, had him involved somewhat in the Emma thing. Um, Which almost had him. They kind of they almost portray him as like a, an abuser when it came to Douglas, which really bu- that lot. It's like yeah. of all things, this is what you guys have him do, because you know that the viewers are never going to let him live that down. Well, and almost to- had him okay. portraying like a stalker kind of thing when it came to to hope. So it, it's just the things that they had him do. It was almost like these are things that. The viewers will never ever let go of. Yes, yeah. What you have, Bree? Um, I think for me, it's this girl is seven years old, mm-hmm. and Liam is still harping driving home, harping on this. A lot of people have moved on from this. I don't understand why he had to continuously drive that home because. There's plenty of people with 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 a shaky, ridiculous past, most of which, thanks to your mother-in-law, by the way, you would not have your wife if it wasn't for your mother-in-law's shaky past. You wouldn't have the uh, the careers, and you, actually, you, he wouldn't even be standing, living, if it wasn't for the fact that his daddy didn't blow him up to pieces, thankfully. So... Mm-hmm. 
he has nothing but people around him who's able to have redemption and years have passed and he's able to move on and move forward. Steffi has done things to both Hope and Liam interfering and, and causing a good disruption, even though Liam welcomed it. It still happened and he still was able to forgive and move forward. Same with Wyatt. But why is Thomas the only character who is not allowed forgiveness? It's very irritating. And he has to co-parent with Thomas to some degree because Beth looks to Douglas as a big brother. Mm -hmm. And Thomas is not going to go anywhere. That is, Douglas is a permanent fixture for both Hope and Thomas. But you still want to harp on the thing that really Thomas was the messenger. Thomas was the messenger. He wasn't the person who orchestrated the plan, sold the baby, not, none of that. But he's getting all of the, the BS that comes with. Yep. Yeah. And it's like he's getting like a half-assed version of a redemption. I'm sorry. But that that's really how it feels. If this girl is seven years old and we're talking about this, I... I it's like, what's the point? Yeah. Well, the point is to keep bringing Liam and Hope back together and stop Hope from doing what she's doing because that's why he keep bringing it up. This man mm -hmm. has been an interloper in trying to keep Thomas away from Hope and trying to keep Finn away from Steffi. And it's just like, dude, go find you some business. I mean, <laughs> seriously, Hope don't want to be with you from what we saw. I mean, prior to this upcoming week, she she wanted you divorced out of the way. Let's I don't believe that. Well, well, I mean, yeah, but I'm just saying based on what we saw, even though we know what's coming. But the thing is, and then on the flip side, Steffi had trust in her husband till you dropped that freaking video. And I gotta give it to Finn. It's like, dude, why you ain't come to me and ask me about that? Because I don't think Finn would have lied about it. He told Steffi, yeah, she hugged me. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it's like, dude, I mean, why would you? Now, I, I got to give Finn's a little smoke on that one because I don't think he was going to say anything to Steffi because he also hugged her in jail. That's true. And he didn't admit to that one. Like, dude. And that, now, it would be something if Finn would have been like, look, Liam, you know, yeah, I know you tell Steffi that you saw this, then that's a problem. You know what I'm saying? But he didn't even get an opportunity. He didn't even let the conversation happen, you know, to address it. Like, dude, what are you doing? What's up with this? What's going on? You know, but it led to this whole storyline that it just sucked for the past two weeks, you know, and we ain't even seen Sheila. Steffi's been leaving front doors open. <laughs> the kids is running down to the pool by themselves, you know, and it's going out to get candy with Donna as if ain't nobody on the loose. It's like all oh, that was cap. <laughs> it really so. was. And on top of that, Taylor has a house that was close to Steffi's house. It wouldn't have been a huge transition, but she could have been at her mom's house. Why did she have to go to Eric's house? Mm -hmm. We ain't yep. seen Taylor's house in how long now? Exactly. I can't remember the last time we've seen that beach house setting. Um, when Brooke came to save her, uh, or thought, or when Brooke thought that uh, Taylor had like taken pills or something like that, and she couldn't wake up. That's the last time we saw that house. 
I forgot all about that. Yeah. And then Brooke was like, why don't you move in? We're besties. Mm. <laughs> hmm I'd like to forget that whole section of the story. <laughs> Me too. It was so <laughs> irritating. Very. We all need that one gonna last. You independent women, I don't need a man. I will never take Ridge back to like coming down in lingerie and having kisses at, at, at Christmas time and, and Taylor throwing men at Brooke. Like, come on. He's ugh. Girl, just messy. Just messy, messy, messy. It's crazy. But um did we what else did we have for this week? Um that's pretty much it. That's I know pretty much it. I think next week is gonna really wear us out. Um, mm-hmm. But I honestly, the, the only other thing was like RJ just being annoying. I need him off my screen. Uh, he's the only one who is pro marriage, pro everybody's business, pro this. But we have no idea what this boy does. We, he don't got no girlfriend. He has no business of his own. The only thing we know is that he's in his family's business and he has great arms and abs. The one, the one <laughs> favorite line for about a month after he came back was, I'm, I want to stay out of the family drama. Well, it's literally I, everybody's drama. From what I understand, um, Joshua Hoffman said at that fan event they had about two weeks ago, that He's coming. He's got a big storyline coming up, so I don't know what the writers are planning on doing with him outside of being in the middle of everybody's business. But um, that's what he said that there's a big storyline that they have coming up for him, so it better be good because other than that, he's yeah. just annoying. They I think I know what something. it is. I'm, t- I'm, it I'm is. so tired of. Oh, go ahead. I think I think he's eventually going to say like I want to be a designer. I think that's what it's going to boil down to, and then mm. either Ridge or Eric is going to try to show him away because that's the only thing I can see because they haven't put Paris or Zenday on screen. We see him in the credits. It's nice to see him there, but it would nice to see him with a storyline with RJ. That would have been really cute, and him out of people's business. Yeah, Girl, we did not need another <laughs> Logan. To mm-hmm. come on screen and advocate for Liam and and Hope and Brooke and Ridge to be together because literally every other character does that already. Uh, <laughs> Keisha, do you think that part? Because remember, Fan this past week also asked RJ to intervene, which was so, stupid. So we barely all- even see RJ and and Steffi talk. RJ is always all up Hope's butt. Mm-hmm. So could that this would have also... made more. It would have no, made more sense ask... if it was him or Thomas. Go ahead. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, I was just going to ask you: Is that part of the reason why um, this also ties into him pushing Hope back with Liam because he's also working for Finn? No, yeah. because he was doing that before he before Finn asked him over there to to help him out. Oh, okay. What do you think, Bree? I think that I feel like RJ was trying to help Finn out. I think uh, before, when he went to the off the the Forrester office to speak with Liam, I feel he was looking out for Finn. I think he just wants to be a brother to his sisters. 
uh, more than his own brother and brother-in-laws. I think he's looking out for, I think RJ's looking out for his sister. So he's like, if I convince Liam to go back to Hope, that means Steffi's marriage stays intact. I think that was his mindset um, to make sure that his sisters aren't happy. Um, that's what I thought. I, I think that was the whole motive with that. But I, I couldn't see Finn going to Thomas for help. Of all people, don't do that. <laughs> don't go to Thomas. <laughs> well, maybe not necessarily for help going to Liam, but for help talking to Steffi. No, she, Steffi, Steffi feels like she's the older sibling. And, and for the most part, I will give her for like a couple of years. It felt like she's the only sibling with her head on straight. But Thomas got his stuff together. He's not. There's nothing really Thomas could say because, like, he could easily say, hey, go back to Liam. Because, once again, that would benefit Thomas. You know? Yeah, but I just, like, RJ? Like, what is RJ going to do? What is RJ? RJ is not going to convince Liam of anything. You know what I mean? RJ is whiny and vocal (laughs) and neutral territory. I would have, like, look... I give, give RJ an assignment. I want this girl back. Go. RJ is already in the office trying to convince her to take back with But RJ was doing that anyway. Before he even talked to Finn, RJ was in Liam's face damn near every day, or Hope's face, to, uh, whining about how they needed to be together. He was already doing that. He don't give, I don't think RJ gives two craps about Steffi. Oh, you think he favors the Logan? He absolutely does. Absolutely. He absolutely favors the Logan siblings. There's no doubt in my mind. Yeah. Because, and you can, or you see it just by his scenes. He is always in scenes with hope. It's, I think I've seen him in maybe what? Two scenes with Steffi since he's been back. Exactly. And meanwhile, everybody came and visited Steffi at Eric's house. We have yet to see RJ visit his sister who's scared for her life because Sheila's out there. We saw him what once when he went to the house and that was when he found out what happened. But, you know, saying, why haven't you gone to see your sister after you found out Sheila was released from jail? And on top of that, your niece would have been swept away in the ocean. You didn't want to go check on her, but you're worried about exactly. Hope and Liam's marriage. Okay. <laughs> I, I feel like, and that's how, so that conversation when they were in the, when um, Steffi was in the office with her dad, Brooke and Hope, that's how that conversation went too, where she was oh, talking hey. about. Hey guys, hey guys, they're saying that we're buffering on YouTube. Oh, uh-uh. what do you mean buffering? It's, I see some messages are saying it's buffering. Like spinning? What is, um, buffering as they can't hear the sound or what? Are you guys able to hear us? All right. Uh, can you guys, uh, I don't know, put a one or a two in a chat one if you're able to hear us? Yes. One, two for no. If it's a sound or you guys, or it's a signal. Can they hear you? I'm waiting for somebody. Jenna said no. Wait a minute. Did you type something or did she actually hear you? I typed it. Oh, sorry. Okay, go ahead. Um, see, I'm going to see what's going on over here. 
Okay. So I, I was just saying that. So when they were all at Forrester, and Steffi was telling Hope and Brooke about the incident with Kelly, mm-hmm. and the stuff with Sheila, and Hope's first, her first response was, you know, oh, I know how it feels for your life to feel like it's suddenly falling apart. I'm sure Liam is also concerned. And it's, again, you're worried about Liam in this situation. You're not worried about best sister, Kelly, who almost drowned. Right. Or the fact that, you know, Steffi is worried about Sheila and the whole safety thing. Your first thought was about Liam and knowing that probably Liam is going to try to to get Steffi back. Like, that's, that's what your concern was about. So it's like, it's almost like the Sheila and the Kelly incident is on the back burner and all anybody cares about is what Liam is going to do and Liam and Hope's marriage. <laughs> it's like, it's, it's unreal to me that that was the first thing that came out of her mouth. She was worried about. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's crazy. like, I thought that was that just to me. And that's why I have said for weeks, Yes, we have seen a new side of Hope when it comes to Thomas, but I only enjoy her when she is on screen with Thomas or when she is telling her mother off. Outside of that, she's still the same old self-centered, manipulative um, person that she's always been, who cares nothing about no one but herself and her mom and, and Liam. Like, that's all she thinks about. That's what her mind always goes to. And that's why I don't feel sorry for her right now in this moment that she's dealing with what she's dealing with with Liam. Yeah, I agree. And I'm like, and I'm like, poor Bridget had to suffer just so you can live just to do all of this. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. That is hilarious. Oh my gosh. Can they hear us now? Hey, guys. <laughs> that was hilarious. <laughs> okay, I, th- I guess we're good now. Okay. She, yeah. We're good now. Kyla said, "Can hear now." Yeah. Okay. Yay! Cool. Yay! 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 Okay. Thank gosh. <laughs> <laughs> Because I'm sitting over here while y'all going, y'all carrying it for me. I'm working the technical stuff on the back. (laughs) All right, cool. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, that whole thing is just, it's a mess. Y'all put it 110%. I don't know if, I don't know how much they've missed, but uh, I don't want you to repeat all that unless you want to give some cliff notes. (laughs) I think it was, I think it started around the time where I first started talking about uh, I don't even remember what I was talking about <laughs> no I think they caught up I'm looking at the, I'm looking oh, okay. at the, the chat okay. I think they caught up to it okay. uh, alright cool but yeah oh, I'm, I'm sorry I'll never I'll never like the Hope character unless they do a, a some type of reset of her personality and drop the whole holier than thou perfect little princess right. persona I- 
I was so thrilled for this new hope. I'm like, I, like the fact that she was able to, I keep going back to that week. She pulled this man and mm-hmm. she was, the way she stripped herself down, the way she yeah. threw herself, the, this, it, the way she got on her mom and she's like, hey, you need to mind your business. This is how I'm living yep. my life. This is what I'm doing. I was all for that hope, whether she was with yeah. Thomas or not. Because we need to see Hope's character kind of break away from her mom. Every yes. this every major life decision, her mom has always been in her ear, yep. making the decisions for her. You can't really say that with Steffi because Steffi at least is her own woman. She'll get advice from her mom, but she eventually does her own thing. Whereas yeah. Hope, you are following all of your mother's instructions. It's like your mom was in a relationship with Liam more than you were. Yes. Yes. Right. Right, gotcha. Yeah, it's it's like she has no backbone. No, she found her back the day the night the the day with Thomas. (laughs) She did, and I I wish that she would have kept it, but clearly it looks like she's reverting back to the the same old insecure. I got to listen to my family uh, type of crap that she was doing before. Yep. I think Leanne did a lot of fear mongering on uh, on Friday's episode because once again, this girl's yeah. already working with them. The girl already has a child that she's gonna have to raise with this man. What happened was seven years ago, and you're and you're just fear mongering her. Yep. You're throwing something. Well, I can't really say it's it's not true because it it did happen, but it's like you're you're gaslighting this girl because you don't want her to be with Thomas, but you're all for professing your love for a whole married woman. Okay, right. Yeah, it's so hypocritical. On oh, Liam is. is just a hot mess all the way around. I'm just so over Liam. Uh, I mean, I have been well for that first that week that we had. I enjoyed Hope and Thomas, but after that and how she was telling him one thing mm-hmm. and then saying something to somebody, saying something to Ridge and and Deacon and Brooke about, ah, I'm just taking it one day at a time. I don't know. We're just figuring things out. And it's like. And they, people were saying, oh, she just want a slow burn. She don't want anybody in her business. Well, she ain't about to have no business in a minute. So, because she's going right. to be right over there with Liam. So, now what? And this this was why after that, after that week, or like by the end of that week, I was thinking to myself, and I think I said it on one of the shows, Thomas needs to put the brakes on with her because even in her, um, what she was saying to Brooke when, when Brooke busted in on them, her everything out of her mouth was Liam left me. Liam left me. I didn't want it in my marriage. Right. While she's in Thomas's bedroom. So that right there for for if I were Thomas would have been like, well, well, dang. Exactly. <laughs> like I, I get it. I get it. But dang, this was this was definitely an impulse for her. Mm-hmm. I need to take a step back and give her some time to figure this out. And I wish yep. that he would have stuck to his guns and just said that to her and not given her the if you want to do this, I get it. I understand. Like we can, we we can. I can back off. You still have time to fix things with Liam. I wish he just would have said, "This is what I am going to do." Right. I and not giving her the if you want to do it this way. Mm-hmm. No, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to back away from you because you haven't even at this point haven't even signed divorce papers yet. Um, you clearly still want to be married to Liam. 
I'm going to give you the time to figure out what you want. And later on down the line, if your heart is open for it and your mind is there, then we can do this. But you right now are not, you're not in the headspace to, to make a clear decision about what you want because you're upset. Like that would have, that alone would have shown the growth in Thomas. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, but he's still a man. I mean, she threw it at him. She literally threw it at him and he caught it. And the thing is, he doesn't owe, and that's the other thing too. I'm so sick of this man apologizing. He really don't owe an explanation to nobody at this point. He's a single man. That um, Hope is a whole married woman who had no problem kissing this man in Italy, had no problem sleeping with this man in Italy. If she w- if she really wants to go back to Liam, I, I, she better be honest because I would like to see Liam tell to her face if he's not taking her back because she should have stuck and she should have stayed 10 toes down when she originally got that divorce. Now she's going to try to get back with Liam Knowing mm-hmm. she slept with Thomas, knowing he sure as heck not going to go with her spreading her herself for Thomas. Mm-hmm. So she put Liam in a position for him to leave her again versus yeah. I, I just would, divorcing I, him. I would That's have, why she ain't going to say nothing. I, uh, yeah, she, well, she, pre- I need that pre- I need that pregnancy to pop then. If, if she's not going to say anything, somebody will tell the truth on her. Rich, the baby yeah. will. Ridge I feel like Ridge, I feel like it's gonna yeah I feel like I feel like he's gonna overhear it he's gonna overhear somebody talking about it I think that's how it's gonna come out I don't think Ridge is just gonna go to Liam and say just so you know Thomas and Hope have slept together I think it's gonna come out because he's gonna overhear somebody having a conversation about it oh Brooke and Ridge could have that conversation now that I'm mm-hmm. thinking about wait it wait a minute Brooke might be able to throw that under the boat well no but That'd be throwing her daughter under the bus. That'd be throwing her daughter under the bus. So. Yeah. It's going to come out because who knows that they slept together? Just Brooke and Ridge right now? It's Right now, it's only Brooke, Ridge, and that's it. Yeah. I feel like that them sleeping together is going to come out because there's no way you're going to get Ridge. You, you and Ridge are going to have a conversation. I'm talking about Liam and Ridge have a conversation where Liam is professing his love for his daughter and then go right back to hope starter. No, mm-hmm. that's going to come out from Ridge because Ridge is going to put it, put him on blast. Be like, look, you profess your love to my daughter, right? You told me you regret letting her go, right? Something's going to come out to where, Liam's really about to eat his words. This, this, the Hope and Liam reunion is short-lived. It's just the writing is just annoying. I definitely don't want to yeah. see what she's going to say to Thomas next week, but... Hey, can... hey, Bree, you do realize that Ridge is a simp, right? So, you know that Brooke gonna want Liam with Hope, and if Brooke put a foot down, like, I ain't marrying you, leave my daughter alone, they're gonna be me, they have a family, Ridge ain't gonna do nothing but step on down yeah he ain't gonna he's not going to he's not going to intentionally tell Liam but I I do believe that it's just going to come out in conversation I don't even know if Thomas knows that Ridge knows about him and Hope I think he only thinks Brooke knows he knows because Brooke knows yeah but but does Thomas know that Ridge is aware 
Right. Or does he just think Brooke is the only one that knows? Right, because remember in their bedroom scene that Brooke, that Brooke ran into, uh, Hope told her mom specifically not to say anything to anybody. But that's all Thomas knows. Thomas don't know that Brooke has already told Ridge. Now, unless yeah. Hope went back and told Thomas. That's what that, I'm thinking. But we never saw it. So I don't know. Because in that when they were in the office that one day, um, Thomas and Hope, and he said, you know, you you still have time to fix your mirrors. Nobody knows what happened between us other than your mom. I don't mm-hmm. I didn't remember him saying my dad knows too. I thought he only mentioned Brooke. So mm-hmm. he gave and the thing is he'd been giving this girl an out. Even after that yes. home, he gave her an <laughs> out. When she came over to the house, she put he pushed her back and said, He stopped her twice. He given her many outs and she kept that like you said, she kept throwing it at her. Yep. That's what pisses me off about her. Is this man this man asked you twice if you were sure. You know how much this man is in love with you. And you she's playing with his emotions. Yeah. It's not I fair. <laughs> I was so I've been pissed off with Hope after that week. The week of the 24th of July moving forward, I was like, oh, I can't stand this girl. She just... And I'm going to be so annoyed if they continue to allow Thomas to pine after her after this. Me too. Yeah. Just at this point, just let Thomas move on with his life. Let him go with Elena. Boom. Ah. (laughs) I I want them to bring Sally back. Because Sally ain't doing nothing over on YNR. Bring her back over here. She's sure and put not. him and Sally together. Because I always thought him and Sally would, would have made a really cute, a really good couple. Yeah, she's spicy enough for him, too. Mm-hmm. Right. Yep. I that would drive Hope nuts. <laughs> yeah. Yep. I- I, w- I wouldn't mind him and how Sally, because at least Sally was a designer that fits the show. She ain't doing, she's not designing nothing as of yet. Right. Except her pregnancies and uh, <laughs> <laughs> scandals with brothers. But um, I, I wouldn't mind Sally coming back. I actually wouldn't mind Elena if they were to bring Elena over for Thomas, because I feel like that actually could kind of work. Because uh, mm-hmm. they love putting the doctors and designer and fashion designers together for whatever reason, um, so that would have fit. If, yeah. uh, but I do not want to see him pine after hope. I don't either. At she doesn't deserve all. it. If I do, I will throw something at my TV. <laughs> but my thing is, how can hope just have that whole like? sex session that that whole session with Thomas and then want to go right back to be underneath the Liam she was going to do it she was going to do it that next day because when they when her and Liam met up and they signed those papers the first thing she said one of the first things she said was if there's hope for our marriage so she was still talking about trying to reconcile things with Liam even that day even though she had the, the papers she was still hoping that maybe Liam was going to change his mind. So even after that whole little that whole little session she had with Thomas, her ass was still over there thinking about Liam and trying to get back with him. That's that that's another reason why I wasn't all that comfortable or set that hope was going to be a thing because she was still pining after Liam, hoping for a reconciliation with him regardless of the fact that she had just slept with Thomas all day long. Yep. 
Mm-hmm. I agree. Mm-hmm. Ooh, we covered a lot. <laughs> yes, we did. <laughs> All right, let's go ahead and do these last two segments and go ahead and shut it down. I know we're going to have a lot to talk about next weekend. Ooh, yes. It's going to be bad, and Thope fans are pissed right now. I mean, the Twitter has been blazing since this came out Thursday. Oh, B&B will be roasted next week. <laughs> <laughs> My question is, do the writers care the fans are saying because we're your customers? They can't we're, possibly care. It's not if the they writers. Did, you know, I mean, we're your customers. In order for the endorsements, the commercials, and stuff to be tied into all of the viewership, it's because we come and watch. Yeah, and I, 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 I don't think the show runners give a hot damn about anything that the that the viewers complain about because we would not be having another bridge reunion if that was the case because mm-hmm. I see more I see more fuel against bridge than I do for them right and that's now, been going on for years <laughs> I just I just want to say I don't think it's just the writers because the writing has to get approved by bell by bell yeah, this is it's the showrunner for sure Exactly. That's who I place a lot of blame on because there's probably a lot of writers who probably written amazing scripts, but if it doesn't follow the narrative that that creator wants, it's just Mm -hmm. we're stuck with what we're stuck with. So I'm just, I'm more so questioning them, just the direction that they want to go with the show because right now there's like at least six or seven characters who they've written into a wall there's nothing there's no spark there's no there's nothing really mm-hmm. fairly interesting going on with with particularly six or seven characters and they're the main ones that are constantly shown on the show we have yet right. to see like like what happened to grace buckingham like they, they were about to put her and bill together at one point um didn't they like him and lee together at one point or yep. That, that, there were so many cracks in these holes, but they want to focus on these few people, but not really pour mm. into them. I don't get that. So yeah, B and B will be roasted. B and B will be roasted mm. all the next week. And we've been how long have we been asking for them to bring somebody new on for Thomas, and they haven't done it. For well, they years. they lied about it. Originally, they said that back in December that oh yeah, Thomas going to be getting a new this and new that. Never happened. Bold is notorious for doing that. They'll throw, they even said Ridge was coming back with somebody in December. He took that three months hiatus. Nope. He came right back here and now we're planning a wedding for him and Brooke. I mean, it's just like, what are y'all doing over there? I mean, seriously, y'all had something good. You know, they crashed and burned with the Bill and Sheila storyline. That was absolutely ridiculous. And then y'all tried to fix it by throwing the FBI storyline in there. Then you gave us Thomas and Hope, which is the best thing since sliced bread. Mm-hmm. And then you fumbled the bag a week and a half later. Yep. It's it just it's like, come on. Y'all gained more viewers. People that don't even watch soap operas was like, oh yeah, Thomas and Hope? Oh my God, what is that? Right. And then some of those people that said that when they started seeing what was happening, it was like, oh, well, I guess this was it. Let me leave. Right. Because uh, Thomas ain't been said, on screen how long? Uh, girl, he came on one time when they had the little cute office scene with her, with um, 
with her, with him and uh, Hope. And then Jenna just said they lost 400,000 fans so far. 400,000. That's I a mean, lot. To them, that's not, they might think like, yeah, 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 whatever. But that's a lot of people. Yeah. And, and viewership is hard. I've even seen in my comment section that they're like, we don't even watch the show. We just wait for the recaps. Right. Aww. That's it. <laughs> we just wait for the recaps. Whether it's me, whether it's Soap Dirt, whether it's the other guy that does soaps on there that's really good. They come to all, you know, us as content creators to say, hey, I ain't watching that crap. Let me see what y'all got. Oh, yeah. Okay. Eight-minute video explains it all. Cool. Yeah. So, I don't blame them. Who want to sit through that and give y'all viewership and fake ratings when we really don't like it? Girl, that whole scene with Brooke and Bridge, I just, I turned to my computer and went back to, I'm like, Because <laughs> I work, you know, I work from home during the day, so I could turn my head to the TV and type at the same time, you know, I, and either I'm texting Jay Money or Keisha or somebody. And then the next thing I know, oh, Brooklyn Ridge. Oh, well, okay. Let me check my, me check my emails. Right. You Definitely know. roll my eyes. Exactly. So, all check. right, let's go ahead. What are you going to say? Now I say I can check the mail, walk the dog. I exactly. Can... Go in the kitchen, put some laundry in, something. Mm -hmm. All right, let's do our flip the script and who's taking several seats. So, who y'all got for YR? You for flipping the script. Um, no, uh, yeah, the yeah, for flipping the script. Go ahead. Okay, I uh, to flip the script. I wish that Victor, even though Audra had told him everything, I wish Victor had fired her, and Audra and Kyle start another company together. Mm, okay, what you got, Keith? Interesting. Um, I would have had Adam tell Sally to go home when she showed up at his place. <laughs> <laughs> like, I want I want him to finally take a stand with her and say, if we can't be together, like, I don't want to be your friend. I want to be your man. And if that can't happen, then you popping up over here, it's not going to, that's not going to fly. Yep. I would have I would have uh, had Victoria kick Nate out and said, listen, you, you double talking me. Sound like I'm being gaslit. Mm, I don't think this is going to work. Mm. Nope, it's over. I mean, it's at least the bedroom activities, and I'm still keeping you on probation and watching your job. So, because that doesn't make it's if somebody told me I don't love you, we, we you know, especially told that to my mama, and then mm -hmm. I tell you, oh, you know what, yeah, let's keep it like this, and then the next week, because you got caught up in some mess, now you telling me that you do, oh, yeah, you're getting a major bombastic side eye from me. <laughs> Not the boombastic side eye. <laughs> <laughs> I'm serious. It's like, uh, nah, dude, you want some BS for real. Mm -mm. <laughs> All right, what y'all got for bold? Uh, for bold. I mean, I guess for this week. When um, I guess Ridge and Eric were in the office and, and Ridge was kind of brushing him off, brushing Eric off about trying to work together. I wish Eric had just went off on on Ridge and me like, look, y'all been living up in my house rent free, each and every one <laughs> of you. 
Y'all work underneath my company. Can I at least have a moment to feel like I'm a part of the family? That's what I wanted for as far as a flip this week. Okay. What you got, Keish? I would have had Ridge and Steffi at the birthday party. And at some point, when the girls were outside at the pool, I would have had Ridge call Liam out on uh, in front of everybody, in front of Brooke, in front of RJ, in front of the Logan sisters, in front of Deacon, about how he's been going around telling everybody that his marriage to Hope was his biggest regret and that he's been trying to court my daughter and come between her and Finn's marriage. You know what, because Keith, no- you said something interesting about Steffi not being there. She chose not to be there, even though she feels the safest at the house. But you go I wouldn't want to be there with all work. Girl. I wouldn't want to be in the house with all them Logan women either. I don't blame her for leaving. <laughs> I, it, they are so up. Not, I, I just can't stand those women on screen together. And I think maybe it drives me nuts the most because we see all this support that Hope has and Steffi has none of that on her side because they barely put Taylor on screen and her aunts may as well not even exist anymore. I kind of wish they would have kept Phoebe somehow. I do too. That's the other thing that that bothers me about that show. They killed off her sister. They brought two cousins on for her and put her at odds with both of them and then one of them ends up dying. Mm -hmm. And then her aunts have... I, I can't even remember the last time Felicia and Kristen. what's her name, Christian, have been Kristen. back on that. Have been on the show. Mm-hmm. But Hope has her mom has. Uh oh. Yeah. We lose Keish. It's true. She's still connected. Hello. Keish, you're still there. She probably her phone might have went out. Oh. She'll pop back in if her signal or something. Yeah, but she what? makes she made a point that Hope has more supporters than Hope that sorry than Steffi does. I I agree with that. Yeah, me too. Mm-hmm. Um, what we, you got for bowl for a um for a flip? I I would have. Uh, I thought I already did the flip for bold. I think okay. I already said mine. Yeah. I, oh, we lost her. Mm. Okay. Um my my flip for bold would have been Steffi just sending her out sending Liam out the door. Stop entertaining his conversation. Yeah. You know, this man is sitting up there telling you, I love you. I should have never let you go and this and that. And after all of the history for the past decade, and now he made that realization twelve years later. No, mm-mm, I ain't trying to hear that. And yes, I gotta my husband did some things. We need to work that out, but you coming over here telling me this? Nah. Now, like I said, she did say he needs to leave, but it took you a week and a half to do it. We had to go through that all of this week and all of the previous week. The week of the 4th, right? What's this? uh, 18th or the 14th? The week of the 7th. We had to go through all of that. And it's like, you could have told him this a long time ago and figured this out with Finn. Yes, I know you pissed off. The baby girl almost died. Sheila was the one that saved her. Okay, fine. Hash that out. But, you know, you pushing away. I don't want to come home. I'm not safe with you, but you you can't set boundaries with Liam, but you can set boundaries with Finn. Yeah, okay. 
your husband, oh, the man who took husband. bullets for you. Exactly. He took a whole bullet to the belly for you. Yeah. And overlooked a paternity scandal with said ex. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Girl, I, I would have flipped that one. Um, I don't know. Hopefully Keisha pop unless her phone died or maybe she needs charger or something. Mm-hmm. And then before we end the show, Bree, who was your star of the week? Oh, did we take a, uh, do you take a seat already? Oh no. Or did you read the flips in the Okay, do let's do the seats. Go ahead. Dang. Oh the uh the flips uh or the seats. Um mm-hmm. well for Y and R the whole Newman family, including Adam, everybody is gonna need a flight to somewhere where they can get permanent therapy. There's all of them, all the Newmans, the grandchildren, great grands, everybody. Take an airplane seat, spirit airlines to some therapy that any any therapy outside of Genoa City. Okay, gotcha. Um taking a seat on Young and the Restless. Oh, the Newmans. Then I don't mean Adam. I mean Victor. <laughs> I mean Nikki, Victoria, and Nicholas over this whole thing with Adam. I'm just over it. Now granted it was blackmail and it'd be different if they were all saints. But they're not. And he made, like like um, Adam said, it's genetic. Victor's built his entire empire on blackmail. So why are you calling me out on something that you would do every day of the week? So, yeah. Yeah, I will give them some seats. What you got? Who? What about Bold? I'm going to give RJ for sure. And um, R.J. Ridge and Liam and Steffi, some seats. <clears throat> they, all four of them just, for whatever reason, it's just the level of the stupidity. It's just irritating. R.J., mind your business. Get you some business, for the love of God. Please go work at Spencer. At this point, you you over at Spencer did, is more than Liam at this point. Um, Ridge, Pinecone Poppy, need to sit down. Um, Steffi, I'm gonna need for her to come down in some flannel pajamas and not her tatas out with with no drawers on, answering doors mm-hmm. for for her ex husband. And I'm gonna need for Lynn to kind of come to grips and get him some therapy too. You just told one woman you loved her. You're telling all these people you love them, but can't stand foot and stay firm and be faithful to nobody. Makes no sense to me. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, me. <clears throat> I would say, of course, you had a whole list of them, but definitely Steffi and Liam and Ridge and Brooke. I'm just, especially Ridge and Brooke, that whole wedding crap, I'm over it. Go sit down somewhere. Just go take a seat at the courthouse and wait in line for them to call you. You can get married by them and then figure out what you're going to do later. We don't have to see it. Yeah. All right. Who's your stars today? Okay, uh, for both shows or just uh, one this of one, each. one of each. The star for Y and R for me is Adam. I think just the acting, just the writing. He's been really killing it for me, and he's starting to look more and more attractive. I know last week you asked like if I found him attractive, and he is. It's just not my type, but mm-hmm. as, as of late, I'm like, oh. And on B and B, I'm gonna give it to. I guess I'll give that to Scott Clifton. 
Um, once again, just talented acting, talented writer. I think I gave it to Finn, uh, Tanner Novlin's character, Finn, last time. Um, so I'll say them both, but Liam for sure this week. Okay. All right. Mine would be Taylor because, Ooh. yeah, mine is Taylor. She came back. We ain't seen her in a while. And she came back telling her daughter, get, you know, go over and talk to your husband, figure this out. Stop all the shenanigans. Don't listen to your pine cone poppy daddy like you would call him. <laughs> Go sit down, get your husband, and figure that out. And look like for this upcoming week, that's supposed to happen on Friday, the 25th. Oh, my goodness. This whole, all of next week is going to be in flames. <laughs> yes, they're going to burn down the whole show. Girl, oh my God, I'm not looking forward to this at all. I still got to do my full spoiler, so y'all stay tuned for that. Please do. And give y'all the whole full Monty of both shows, so, yep. All right, you guys, we are going to end it right here. Stay tuned for the spoilers. Stay tuned for the whole storm that's coming on both. The next couple of weeks and you know some pretty interesting stuff coming up on young and the restless too i'm really curious on this new storyline with victoria and ashley and i'm like they're doing it again they're enemies oh. again yeah i guess hmm. Keish. hey sorry yeah hey. Well, go ahead and right quick and throw in who's taking seats and who's your star for the week um, let's see. Why and are taking seats, Nate? And ask, um, oh. Audra and Kyle because I'm tired of looking at them. Okay. Um, Sally, and we all know why. Mm-hmm. Nick because he's being a jerk. Um, That's Jack. It? Jack. Okay. Yeah. Um, I think that's it. Okay, what about uh, bold seats? Liam. Liam is in his permanent seat with me. Um, Liam, Steffi, Hope, Brooke, and her little coven. They can all take seats. So can Ridge. Okay. Or even bringing up Liam to Steffi. Okay. And RJ. RJ also is in a permanent take a seat because he is just annoying. <laughs> Oh my goodness, tell me about it. Um, and then who's your star for the week on both? Ooh, star for the week. Uh I don't know if I have a star for the week on why oh on bold. Taylor. Mm-hmm. That's what I said. That was this that was this week when she showed up, right? Tuesday, yep. Yeah. Her, I like that little back and forth she had with Ridge and the little. Was that this week when she took that dig at him? At who? When she said when she took that dig at Ridge, when she said something about um, Ste- Steffi being with somebody that that isn't going to go back and forth, or I forget how she mm-hmm. framed it, but basically yeah, that was yeah. her. Yep, I, I, I love that line. <laughs> yep, but yeah, she's she's my star performer on Bold. Okay, cool. Um, on why on YNR. Oh, sorry. Did you guys not get to that yet? No, go ahead. Yeah, we did. Um, YNR, I, I'd say Tucker just because he's Tucker. 
and nobody else really did anything this week. Yeah, Tucker's funny. Tucker is hilarious. Um, somebody had an interesting term for this for the Bowling Beautiful. Instead of calling it Bowling Beautiful, David Hall called it the Bowling Disaster Show. David been in the comments cutting up all day. <laughs> and David, David will be correct. David, thank you for hitting the nail on the wow. head with some honesty. It is. I mean, right. David also said nobody wants that middle-aged leprechaun. <laughs> Listen, we got to get, David is cutting up in here. He said, David. I agree. He said, I agree. Ridge and Brooke are too old to be playing Homeo and Juliet. They are. They are like, like I we said it before. If y'all ain't figured it out by now, it's just not working. <laughs> right. Let now, it Dave, go. Like uh, David, now how can you disrespect leprechauns like this? Didn't leprechauns <laughs> have done nothing wrong for y'all to be comparing them to Ridge? Now, <laughs> Pinecone Poppy, I will admit, and he's not a bad looking guy. And the thing is, he's like, not at all. Yeah. The character, like they years before like i used to be in love with rich uh and just get as i got older and seeing all the, the the antics that he's done i'm like i don't see the point why these women are after him but at this stage in the game like girl why are we getting a wedding why are we fighting why right. no david mm-hmm. hall said thomas had hope changing colors in the bed like a chameleon <laughs> <laughs> We can't be sleeping on man. Listen, we can't be sleeping on David Hall up in here. Oh my <laughs> God, his comments are funny. All of you guys have some good comments up in here. I like <laughs> I like my crew up in here. Jay Money is uh yeah. popping in and out of here too. Um. Oh, and then Jenna says also in Maui and California, they're yeah. having a hard yeah. time. So we, you know, we're gonna send out, you know, some prayers out there as well. Isn't that with the tropical storm? Well, Maui had that that wildfire. Yeah. Okay. And California got the storm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What's the name of that storm? Hurricane Hillary know. or something like that. That's or... what I thought. Oh. I knew it was one of the soap names. I'm like Hillary. Okay. I'm gonna be Hurricane Hillary. <laughs> Anyway, all right, you guys, we had a good one. We had a lot of conversation. I think it's going to be even more next week. So we got to stay tuned. Everybody prepare. Maybe have, I don't know if you work during the day. I don't drink, but if you do, maybe you might need one. So I don't know. I just know I'm be cussing a lot at this TV screen next week. I'm almost dreading the scenes that she's going to have with Thomas. I'm just not looking forward to it. Yeah, but Thomas, according to what I know about that whole situation, he's actually going to help her bow out of this. Because he's going, she's going to be like, you know, my family and my mom and blah, 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 blah. And he's going to be like, well, listen, if this is going to make you happy, and I don't mm-hmm. want you to be in a situation where you're going to have to be embroiled with your family. I'm willing to let you go. So he's going to help her get out of this, which sucks. But yeah. you know what, Thomas? If you're going to help her get out of it, you better stay gone. Don't let that girl come back. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Yep. That's and I, 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 he does. Dude, I, I think I did the whole 
explanation on what's supposed to go down. I did that on the early spoiler, but I'll do it again in the full spoiler because it's a whole page about it. And I bet she expects Thomas to beg her. Girl, mm-hmm. he better not. He better not beg that girl. Send her which will probably, yeah, which will probably, I think, make her feel some kind of way if he just is like, you know what, it's it's all good. Yeah. So, ugh. All right, I'll probably be texting y'all. You, Bree, I, I got you on Instagram now. I'll be texting you, check in on you. See how you know you ain't broke the TV. <laughs> <laughs> and I know Jay Money texts me all week. <laughs> we have a whole voice message memos going back and forth about how pissed we are over things. So I'll be, y'all probably no. hearing from each other. Jay be going off. Jay be going off, don't he? <laughs> so he missed most of the live today, so he said he's gonna have to replay it. So yeah, you missed, we missed a lot you too, Jay. Yep. All right. Yes, it was a great live live stream. Thank you guys for showing up on a Sunday. We'll be back on Friday night, so we'll you know have our typical late night convos. And you got you gonna be here next week, Keish? Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Cool. And um, I think Trish was busiest being that it's a Sunday, you know, her husband yeah. and stuff. So, um, and then you know, if you can, if if she's not available, you available, Bray again? Yeah, of course. Okay. All right. Cool. All right. We will talk to you all next week. We'll talk to you guys later. Bye. Bye, y'all. Thanks for joining us this week on CBS Soap Dish Recap. Make sure you check us out on our Facebook group at The Young and the Restless, Bold and the Beautiful, Long Haul, Die Hard Fans group. We are 29,000 strong and we would welcome you. Also, never miss an episode. You can check us out on other platforms such as via RSS so you'll never miss a show. Also on Google Podcasts, Spotify, Breaker, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, and more. While you're at it, if you found value in the show, give us a rating. If you simply want to tell a friend about the show, that would help us out too. We're signing off for now. We'll talk to you next week. Bye.